The following announcements have been paid for by the sponsors of the Hameen Media Group. Hameen Media Group brand management is taking over. Social media, video, audio, design, marketing, and more. HMG Brand Management is proud to be partnered with Vince Russo's The Brand, Stevie Ray TV, Rip Rogers' FR Podcast, Goldilocks, Big Vito Brand, The A-Show starring Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, and now Angelina Love and Velvet Sky, The Beautiful People. Search for all of our HMG Brand Management partners on your favorite podcatchers, YouTube, and of course, Patreon. Support your favorite HMG ring veterans by visiting ProWrestlingTees.com, Dr. Man Beast Ted McNailer, Freak God Papadon, SCG Search from Big Sal, Chris Silvio, Stevie Richards, and of course the Ayatollah himself, Ben Hameen. Hey bro, wake up with the official Vince Russo coffee from Broaster's Coffee. Medium roasted, Nicaraguan blend with chocolatey notes and a smooth finish that'll have you ready to go bro. Available only at thebroasters.com. For a flavorful hashtag RBV Fitness Foodie experience, visit Zorosoliveoil.com. Zordos Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil is exclusively sourced from the Zordos family private 100-year-old olive groves in Greece. Taste the difference and visit Zordosoliveoil.com today. StevieRichardsFitness.com For the most affordable and effective home workout program that'll give you results real results 12 and 16 week resistant band programs are available for instant download now at stevierichardfitness.com russosbrand.com where the pros are pros bro get the most valid takes in wrestling from the pros who live it visit russosbrand.com subscribe to Hacker Hameen and Hameen Media Group on podbeam.com and visit patreon.com backslash Hameen Media Group We now take you to your featured HMG presentation. I have dry balls. Balls so dry, they explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That one. (laughs) Ha ha ha! Suck my clit and bag. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them dry, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt Suck my big balls in your hairy butt balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt balls. What is that? It's my balls! God <laughs> damn it, Carmen! <laughs> How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garrison? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of... A balls, suck my balls, a South Park review. I'm your host on the scene with the air is clean. I'm lighting up that green, yeah boy, MSG. Of course, this podcast is brought to you and sponsored by the Baked Boys Club. That's why we were always lighting up that green. Thebakedboysclub.com. Head over there, use our code suckmyballspod, and you'll save 15% off all your cannabis-related apparel. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we're back for another edition, but this is not uh, a numbered edition for now. This is the vaccine special, 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 and I am not alone. Of course, if you've ever checked out the Suck My Balls podcast, you know who we are, but if you are unfamiliar, we'll give you the rundown. We review South Park each episode in order every week, starting from beginning to current However, with these specials coming out, we felt like we'd have to do it would be our it would be in our best interest to our you know, our current fans they've been asking to make sure we review the vaccine special and that's why it's only a YouTube exclusive. But if you want to catch up or you want to come along with us for the ride, just look up Suck My Balls Pod on any podcast network and you can come along for the ride with us. We just dropped episode number 66 and we're coming to the conclusion of season 4 and we're about to get to season 5. But I digress, guys. I've talked long enough, ladies and gentlemen. First up on the scene, this is my boy. He's the host on the West. He gives it his best. He get A's on his test, climbing that stock ranking and he's going to be the best, ladies and gentlemen. Time by 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 And the man who hates that song as he's waving his head back and forth, you can tell he fucking hates us. Even though I told him in the car that actually, I think I pissed him off. It was hilarious. We were driving and the song came off and I shut him up in the middle of a conversation. Hold on, hold on. And I turned it up just so I could hear that song. I can't blame you. I would too. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. From his turnaround, he was going to try and drive to Utah, even though he told everybody in the goddamn car it was going to snow and they were going to get turned around. They still didn't listen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Dirty, dirty, dirty Joe, 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 Joe Vernuda. Well, I don't mean to piss you off with things I might say. So when I try to shut my mouth, it'll come out anyway. So when I speak my mind, that's when we connect. Yeah, but that's not politically correct. What up, Dirty J? Welcome back. I'm, I'm just fresh out of Facebook jail, too. So that should that is just super pertinent. Um, it's I had something else. Oh, yes. We didn't listen. Didn't listen. We didn't listen in regards to the traffic and the weather forecast. We didn't listen. I I really appreciate it. 48 hours before you were like, it's not, it's not going down. And then 24 hours, it's not going down. And then you're driving. It's not going down. I told you it wasn't going down. (laughs) Yeah. I did. Well, no, shut the fuck up, Vern. (laughs) Yeah. I told you guys. Said the weather's wrong. I'm going. And of course, we have a guest here today. If you've listened to the Suck My Balls podcast, you've seen him before as he joined us for the Underpants Gnome episode along with Fucking Cal. Uh, but he uh, he's an artist. He is a musician. He is a sound engineer. And unlike us, well, this guy's got his own fucking intro song. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. D-Train 3000. What's up, Matt? 
Aaron Robinson. And that nickname is specifically for you in this show. Nobody else uses that. That's just for you guys. <laughs> D Train Three Thousand. I sent the I sent the picture of the little character over to my girlfriend, and she was dying. She said D Train Three Thousand. <laughs> I don't know why I came up with that last time. I was just like D Train Three Thousand. We're all it. about it. <laughs> That's your fucking nickname. I'm all about it. Well, thank you, of course, uh, Darren, for joining us. Darren, you are, of course, as you mentioned on the last podcast, a diehard South Park fan like us, so we don't have to explain what we're doing, how we're doing. Let's just get into talking. Oh, we do this for fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's get into talking about uh-huh. the vaccine special, boys. So the vaccine special. Now, it's kind of weird. You know, we had this argument the last time we did this, the pandemic special, okay? We're going to go by what's written down. Okay, this is the second episode of season 24, and it is the 309th overall episode of South Park. Okay, if you want to make the argument that technically this is a special, it's not season 24, fine. I will let you win that argument when they announce season 24 actually starts. If they don't do that, then, you know, in next year's season 25, then I think you have to concede to the fact that this is going to be our season 24. And suck my balls. Yeah. Yeah, suck our balls. I mean, hey, Futurama did it with their specials. They counted all four of those as a season, right? Mm -hmm. They cut them up. I'm saying it's a series of specials, like right. And then they'll come around to the next season, maybe doing the whole, the whole thing we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Splitting off characters. Before we get started here, we get into the breakdown. I'm going to go ahead and spoil just something for the listeners. I'm sorry. So toward the end of this episode, Randy says, since we're talking about the the season, Randy says, hey, guys, don't forget to get your pandemic special and your vaccine special. The season's almost over. Almost over. So is he saying that because of that episode, it's almost over? Or do they plan on doing at least one more special to cap off this season? That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking I'm thinking there's another special. Maybe one, maybe two, or a second parter to something. Who knows? But it, yeah, there will be a season that's just a uh, like like you mentioned with the Futurama. There'll probably be a season that's just specials. Is my guess. Who Ian, you're, you're you're a little quiet there. What do you think? You're on mute though. Uh, what do you think, buddy? Do you think that uh, they're gonna like give us at least two more specials, or at least a minimum one? Uh, this is gonna be a season of specials, like okay. like Futurama. We're gonna get four of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be a season. Like okay. people can argue that it's not all they want, but we know what it is. I mean, I'm pretty sure he told you, like you just brought up that quote. I'm pretty sure he told us at the end that that this is part of the season, and they're yeah. gonna go together as as specials. Joe? Yeah. What if I do, yeah. you know, four more specials, Sherry? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Joe. If... What do you what, what do you say at the end of the last one? If was it at the end or was it at the middle? Uh, no, it was, it was yeah, more it was towards the middle. Are you a are you a specialist or are you a, a pandemic specialist? Yeah, I'm doing one right now. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm doing one right now. Uh, you got uh, some shit on your lips, Sharon. <laughs> a couple more specials, Sharon. <laughs> the um, I I think they'll probably do something like a season of specials if they do four hour-long episodes that would break down to about eight episodes which is only just slightly shorter than what their seasons have been the last couple years anyway so i think this would still fulfill any contractual obligations they may have too and not that i know any of that and not to get all nerdy and legal 
but I, I think we might get a season of three or four specials that breaks down to however many episodes they would have needed to keep Paramount and Viacom and Comedy Central happy. No, that's a good point. I, I think what's interesting <clears throat> as well is when they did the first vaccine special, I'm assuming, right, that they were having to make that adjustment of working from home, making the episode, and they also didn't – it was an influx. They didn't know if they were going to be returning to work in time to start making episodes. So let's say they got the word in August or September, and then they eventually put, put out an episode shortly before the election. So – that would have given them two months. Now, there was about a four-month sabbatical here. We'll give them holidays, et cetera, et cetera. So mm -hmm. if they – I know that it's a little bit harder for them to work from home as they've stated on the record. If it's taken them, let's say, two months, I'm hoping them, they've either got one in the can already and we're going to get one in May or we're going to get one in like May and then July and then they won't come back till October. And that would seem to fit that criteria of the amount of content needed. You know, I would say that to your point, Joe, maybe it's not so much even as episodic. It's – it could be runtime, right? It's got to be a specific amount of run minutes, and they have. Yeah, to you know that, or they just didn't want to commit to a full season, you know, with Garrison as Trump and transitioning again. They want, they were just like, oh, we're done with this one more episode, we're done, and then we'll do a season. We'll we'll do a full season, and we'll start over fresh. Oh, they well, were, we're ready. We're going to get into that now. So. So for those uh, who have been living under a rock and don't know what's going on with the vaccination special, the citizens of South Park are clamoring for the COVID-19 vaccine. And there's also a uh, some 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 children's groups going back and forth fighting over vaccines and who should get vaccinated, who shouldn't. So I thought the hype for this episode was pretty well done. Uh, they didn't like overhype it, put out too much content. I did point out... I, it might have been – I told I was telling this to Scoop yesterday when we were just chilling here on Skype. I was like, I don't know if he knew to notice, but they took out a scene from the episode. During the trailer, they show the boys running up to the stotch. Six feet. Oh, you want me to come say it to your fucking face? That was not in the episode. So that scene was cut. I don't know if you guys caught that either. I just thought that was interesting. Because they never encounter or run up to the Stotch's house, other than walking yeah. by Butters and saying, "Oh my God, Butters, it's the best day of my life ever," which we'll get there shortly here, just a moment. But mm -hmm. like that, I just thought that was interesting. I wanted to point that out right away. That that was not that whole scene was not there because I was waiting for that scene. I wanted to see what the fuck was going to happen, like when Cartman started walking toward the house or something, and that got cut. So and that, I get it, you know, limitations working from home probably, or maybe just didn't fit the story anymore. I don't know. I I had totally forgotten about that that clip, and that, that's what I was looking forward to too. Because, oh, that's yeah, watch that clip <laughs> times, guys. Yeah, that. Yep. I was ready. I was ready for it. I could. I was. I'd already got that, that clip quoted. Anyway, so the episode starts off with Mr. Mackey and Mr. Adler, and this was great. They brought back Mr. Adler. I mean, we haven't seen him in a lot of uh, with a lot of lines other than uh, screw around, screw around, um, screw around. <laughs> Stop screwing around. Stop screwing around. Um, and all I have to say is his dead wife lied. She dead. said, see you soon. And it's been like 18 years. <laughs> a long years. time. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> see you soon, Richard. Hi, Richard, it's your grandmother. Where's the gift of that disappearing kid? Hey, Richard, it's me. <laughs> You're there too? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's stupid. Okay. So, but yes, yeah, so we finally get a return of Mr. Adler and Mr. Mackey. They're arriving 
at Walgreens, an attempt to get the COVID-19 vaccination. Now, how they set this up, though, is very hilarious. Oh, also, by the way, uh, this Baked Boys update brought to you, or sorry, this update is brought to you by thebakedboysclub.com. In a sea of his bakeness, time out, time out, Scoop Jackson uh, dropped his bowl and his computer went off. He will be back with us shortly. Anyway, uh, that's where Scoop went, guys. He just sent, he sent me a text message that said... Okay. <laughs> my I computer mean, shut down and then I dropped my bowl. <laughs> that is that's baked boys fashion right there. That's appropriate. Yes. That's okay. There's that's nothing. <laughs> that <laughs> ladies and there. gentlemen is part of the lifestyle. Yes, lifestyle. it is. <laughs> yes, and that's it why is. you gotta use suck my balls pod to save you some money. And he used it so that way he could buy another bowl piece. What's the new hashtag for the get scoop a new bowl piece or what, we got to come up with something along the lines of something that rolls off the tongue there. Scoop, yeah, yeah. Scoop a bowl, scoop a bowl, <laughs> scooper bowl, bowl, hashtag scooper bowl, get scoop bowl, get, get scoop a bowl, get scooped bold. I don't know. Uh, scoop down. Bigboysclub.com. You just could set my balls pod. So Mr. Mackie and Richard Adler, they ride this Walgreens. And to set this up, guys, they have it set up like a nightclub with dancing and stuff like that. Like they're making it like it's the scene. It's the place to be. This is the coolest place. Just comb your hair. Comb your hair. Look normal or whatever he says. I have to point out the the nice touch with the security guard with the tribal tattoo around. Oh, yeah. That's I brilliant. mean, I I grew up in Vegas. Like that oh, dude no, is no. hotel club security, whatever you want to call it, down to a T. It, it was yep. great. Yeah, he they nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> the security mask instead of the shirt. <laughs> yup. Can you guys see that picture? Now I can. Yes. There we go. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. This up here so you can see this. So yeah, so um, this is gonna be on YouTube. So and I, uh, for those watching YouTube right now, and maybe you've been a regular listener, you know that we normally do clips and audio drops. Uh, this episode is so new. I, I just don't, we're not gonna fuck with Viacom. So uh, there will be no drops. <laughs> there will be no audio in this episode because I don't want them coming. Now I guess we could put in fifteen to thirty second like audio speaking clips, and we could test that limit. Uh, but Viacom usually uh, is pretty cool when I challenge any of our DMCA's. So uh, this is not something I want to put on the radar. Matt and Trey fucked with Viacom hard enough in this episode that we don't need to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't. We don't need to. They, they did it themselves. So yeah, <laughs> they really did. So as you can see here, here, which we're uh, getting the images from South Park fandom, uh, they are lined up, guys. There, everyone's lined up to get this vaccination. Uh, now I, I don't know. I can't speak for Joe. Um, and I can't speak for anybody here on the podcast. Me personally, I'm not going out regularly to pharmacies. You know what I mean? I may go to the store, may go to the game store, which we did that a couple days ago. <laughs> you know, I might go get something to eat, but I'm not earnestly going out to Walgreens. I'm not going to places where I'm looking to get a vaccine. So I did not know that this was going on. Like I had no idea that there were people lining up outside Walgreens. And I thought maybe South Park was stretching the truth, but then I saw somebody, and I'm not going to name drop him, but he's a journalist in the the pro wrestling scene. I saw him dropping like, I can't get an appointment at Walgreens, blah, 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 blah. And I just, all I could do was internally laugh a little bit, like, wow, South Park, not laugh at him, but laugh at the fact that South Park nailed it right on the head. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, that's a surprise, isn't it? You're right. 
But uh, so let me ask. We'll go around here. I mean, I don't know. I'll start with you, Joe. I mean, because I know you work with pro wrestlers, so you've got to do the whole vaccine things and stuff like that. Is there? Is, have you seen an influx, or are you uh, have you been directed by people to go to Walgreens? I mean, what have you heard any? Um, no, nothing like that. As long as we've got negative test results and everything, most promoters are still pretty cool with it. They understand that uh, most of the boys are going to be young, able-bodied, and pretty far down on the list as far as groups and when they can get their shots and everything. But, uh, I mean, then there are some promoters that just don't give a fuck. But uh, most of them are just like, as long as you have like some kind of paperwork that says you're good or something like that, then they're good with it. Um, it it's kind of been hit or it's all been dependent on the promotion lately, but... It seems everyone, for the most part, is being safe. But, like, to answer your question more succinctly, no, no one has just been like, hey, go to Walgreens and get this shot. Otherwise, you're not working for me. Gotcha. Darren, I take it by your reaction. You you, you weren't aware of that either. I mean, I wasn't aware of the Walgreens thing. I knew, I knew people were having a hard time getting them in general. I didn't realize Walgreens was... <laughs> And you said you looked into it and you looked it up. There's people lined up outside of Walgreens and you know that it doesn't surprise me. And the yeah, slightest. it was just uh, crazy. This person, I like, I, I'll tell you off when we get, when we get done recording, Joe, who, who it is and you'll know exactly who it is. Mm -hmm. just, he's a very, um, he, he hosts some podcasts. That being said, <laughs> I was just, and he's a nice guy, but I was just like thinking, man, he's having all this trouble getting, you know, his vaccination. And he was also like asking people for advice on getting the vaccination. I've been mm -hmm. on hold all uh, freaking day. I have been waiting. And that leads right into how this episode starts with Mr. Mackey, Mr. Adler. Mr. Mackey shows up and he's trying to get in. And as he's trying to get in, there's this security guard, right? And the security guard is just not letting anybody in. You got people, as you can see there, and that's also Joe's background, uh, waiting in line trying to get a vaccine. Uh, unsuccessful because you have to either be on the list or you've got to be a first responder or you got to be over the age of 55, right? A senior and elderly. So Mr. Mackey and Mr. Adler here show up and he's like, hey, what's up? I'm on the list. I'm good. And the security guard's like, no, nah, dog, you're not. Uh, what's your name? Check me. Well, I tried to get on the list. I spent every night uh, on hold for 30 days. I couldn't get on the list. Um, and he, of course, the security guard does not let him in. Uh, other people started complaining, of course, as you can see there. Yeah, I, I should be on the list too. I'm, 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 a, I'm important. As Mr. Maskey is like, I'm a teacher. And this is how we get the opening here, the vaccination special. Now, when we watched this, Joe, we kind of were like, this is interesting. It's kind of like a Mandalorian yeah. style. I've been going back and looking over. It's kind of almost like Lost, too. Yeah. That same well, I mean, they're both uh, – well, no, wait. Mandalorian is Jon Favreau, not J.J. Abrams. The movies were J.J. Abrams. Never mind. <laughs> You know, we got this vaccination special. I was also thinking like Nip Tuck from back in the day with this font style, you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Just very interesting. It, uh, but yeah, it totally reminded me of the Mandalorian, especially with the gradient of the uh, night sky and everything as it dropped down. Yeah, it was it was great. Well, shortly after or after we get that intro, now we're in the school. So now we got that opening here. We got Stan and Kyle. And I also don't, I don't want to forget to mention this because you asked, you have this as your background. Uh, at the conclusion of that opening scene, an old lady walks in and like, he's like, oh, oh, VIP coming through. And the lady's like, 79 bitches. And the whole crowd <laughs> like, oh, fuck you. Fuck old people. Like, uh, <laughs> 
that's one of the best parts of this episode. Yes. The old yeah. People just like, oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> oh, we're so vaccinated. Good. We're going to the bar. <laughs> hey, Billy, when do you get your shot? <laughs> when they pull out, peel out in the convertible. Just... Yes. I'm going to go get some pushy. <laughs> I'll definitely get more, more, more. We'll get there. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm jumping way ahead. It just, I'm thinking of the old people. It's great. Um, hand washing. Yeah, so now we're at the hand washing station back in the school. As we see, hand washing, they give you the five steps wet hands with warm water, add soap, scrub, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so they're in there, and Carmen rolls in and he kind of uh, talks to them after they're washing their hands and says, Hey, guys. We got to talk about the bro ship. <laughs> I like that that's the theme throughout this whole uh, the bro ship. Hey, don't fuck with the bro ship, bro. Why are you fucking with the bro ship, bro? Don't fuck with the bro ship. Yeah, at first, like, it was one of those things that was cringeworthy the first two times he said it. And then, like, the 15th or 16th time, it was like, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. That's good how, writing right there. But <laughs> And then how he keeps playing off the words, the bro motion. <laughs> <laughs> We're just that's going through the brochions, guy. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Probably what did it? That's probably the writing that did it. Was was variants of the term. <laughs> so Cartman rolls up on him and he's like, "Hey guys, can we have a conversation?" So he pulls him into the bathroom and he says, "Kenny and I were having our talk, and we feel that our bro, our our, our bro relationship, our bro bro friendship, romance, whatever you want, the broship. Broship. Yeah, exactly. Bro-ship. People want bro-ship. to call it. People call want it what to, it is. I know, but people <laughs> may out there may call it. I don't know. So the bro ship at South Park is calling. They're like, hey, guys, you know, me and Kenny were talking, and we just think that this last year has been really hard on all of us. And, you know, we just think that we should do something to lift our spirits together, you know, get the gang back together, essentially, and, you know, pull one of their cold classic pranks. So Carmen's idea is because it's cheeseburger day or hamburger day at school. There's a bunch of ketchup packets. We put a bunch of ketchup on the teacher's seat, and when she sits down after she's wearing a white dress, she's going to stand up, and it's going to look like she's got a period, and it's going to be so funny, guys, and I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Very juvenile for sure, and I like that uh, South Park, even they'll acknowledge it here later on uh, with Carpenter apologizing, but very juvenile in the sense of (laughs) – because it's like – Stunning it in. Right, they just kind of threw it in there. Like, it's not something you joke about anymore in 2021. Like, there's probably somebody today or there's been days following this episode where they freaked out. Oh, my God, I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you do that. What the fuck is wrong with you? Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so, but right. Every episode, people actually do say that, though. You know, there people go out and they complain about the, the last South Park episode. That's, that's part of every episode. <laughs> People did do that, I'm sure. They probably went out and they were like, oh, that period joke was so dry and unnecessary. <laughs> and Cartman and Kenny, as you can see here in this pictures on YouTube, well, obviously you're watching YouTube. He's stoked. They're like, it's going to be so funny, guys. I'm so excited. Um, did you guys ever pull any nasty pranks like this, like to this extent, Joe? Not on a teacher or anything like that. No, like my senior prank was me and a couple buddies stole all the balls out of computer mice. It was pretty funny. So no one could move their mouse around? Yeah, so no one could move their mouse around and shit. That's actually smart. That's a smart break because you're actually pranking somebody, but technically not really hurting anybody. Yeah. But meanwhile, I like crippled we crippled like half the school because they couldn't use Yeah, one day is not gonna hurt them. Don't lie, you just wanted a day off 
your computer class or whatever class you had that you needed to use that computer for. Well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I mean, it was still a senior prank. It was like me and like five friends, like, yo, let's just like every computer yep. we can hit. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, and speaking of the mildly inconvenience, everyone, our, our prank was we, someone had got gone to the, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's fine. It's long enough later. Someone had gone into the school late at night and super glued the inside of the locks of every door in the school so it was an outdoor school like everything was outdoor in california yeah. you know like it's, so yeah i was gonna say outdoor school everything it, yeah someone went and super glued the lock of every door so everyone showed up at school nobody could get into classes or like that's great that's that's yeah yeah, no, we did we did something. I mean, we did something like very, I guess, cliche. We just like um, trashed our principal's car, like you know, like you tar it, feather it, cover it in duct tape, then you throw eggs all over it, then you take a piss on it and take a shit on it. I'll that's see. That's causing a scene, though. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and we did it at his house too. So, like, we couldn't get. Oh. Couldn't get in trouble, so because it was on school grounds. <laughs> like, we oh man. <laughs> okay, well, if we're talking those things, yeah, absolutely. We used to do the kind of stuff. That one of the best things you, you could do, like, go saran wrap someone's car all the way around multiple times. They can't open their doors. I got to peel through all this saran wrap, or just put their car on Craigslist with their phone number and watch how many calls they get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had that happen with a pool table. Those kind my, of things. My, I had a uh, pickup truck um in high school and one time i woke up on a saturday morning getting ready to drive to work and if you guys have been to vegas you know they've got the guys handing out the stripper trading cards and then they oh, have yeah. all the stripper newsletters I in the news yeah exactly <laughs> so the tailgate the entire truck bed of my truck covering the wheel wells and everything was just filled with those newsletters and business cards and shit. <laughs> it was fun. Like uh -huh. I, I was pissed when it happened because it took me like a half hour to get all that shit out of my truck. But like now looking back at it, I laugh. What ladies and gentlemen making his way back uh, again, hit that update of uh, scoops. Uh, uh, unfortunate uh, mishap was brought to you by the big boys club.com. Uh, Scoop, are you there with us again, buddy? Yeah, I've been here for a couple minutes. Sorry, Scoop, I couldn't see you because I'm like I'm sharing my screen, so I can't see oh, anybody wait, wait, wait. except except what's popping up on my screen. As you can see, the little box. That's all I can see right now. So right now, I'm showing Derek. So that's all I can uh, see. I got uh, us, and we got in so much trouble for our senior prank. We had a huge courtyard where we had like outdoor lunches and shit, and they had like these inverted pyramids that went down into the ground where it was like a good eight nine feet but like you know they were like steps that you sat on and shit but they were big square inverted pyramids so we and they had drains at the bottom so we went and we put plastic down at the bottom of all of these little pyramids and we completely flooded we, we got like three or four feet of good water just I mean, like all of these things were filled with like eight or nine feet of water, but above that, there was like three or four feet of water. We got in so much trouble because <laughs> somebody had to go and like dive down, and like actually swim to the bottom and pull out all of the drains. And it was it was gnarly. We, we after that, nobody was allowed to eat lunch outside anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My bad. Oh, wow. 
All right, well, let's get back into it. Before we do, oh, by the way, Darren, I'm a little pissed at the same fucking guy who got one last night, got the same today. Oh, really? That same guy, yeah, of course. Jason, Jason Magnelli. He was the first one to comment last night. And look, he put, thank you, Luce Kennedy, again, 13 hours later, bro. He got oh, two. oh, oh, that dude? Oh, yep. yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have a job or anything, and he just sits there and watches it all day. Yeah, that's okay. well, then there he scoops go. everything. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> he needs a life. <laughs> no, I mean, who knows? You know, he COVID could have taken his. Well, I don't know. I don't know what his situation is, but he's always. Yeah, you'll you'll get that. Yeah, he's anyway. He's that, be, that being said, I apologize. I didn't know you were back with this scoop. All right. Come on, have that. Next time, take Speaking that. of scoop yeah, comes back. Matt doesn't scoop. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Killing my scoops. I already got I already got a scoop. I got one permanent scoop apparently. Yeah, yeah. It's that yin and the yang. Like my scoop showed up and it's like, sorry, can't have another one. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So after that, after the boys have that discussion, they go back into the classroom. Now they pull the prank. Okay. Miss Nelson stands up. She's got blood all over her chair. And at first she's like, what's going on? I don't understand. But Cartman, no one else is laughing except for Cartman Keeney. And Cartman's fucking standing up on his desk. He's got his phone out. And he's like, oh, my God, teacher. Yeah, my shit had your period. It's good. So he has his period all over. <laughs> I believe there's a period all over. And uh, so she gets upset. She gets frustrated and storms out and quits. And uh, now... You know, uh, the boys are all like, wow, that was after school. You know, Cartman's laughing about how hilarious it was. He's telling the kid, telling the rest of his friends, Stan and Kyle, which one do you think we should post, guys? <laughs> what was it? Uh, the, the one with the most blood on her on her dress or the one where she has the dumbest face? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Rick. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think when I was watching it, Matt, I literally just sent you that line. In a, in a mess, it's <laughs> just dying. So, Carmen, I'm sorry, Kyle then yells at Carmen, you know, we're not going to tell anybody. Like, we're not going to, you know, this shouldn't have happened. And I, I don't want any part of this. As you can see, there's the period blood there. Doesn't that kind of look like a figure for breaking it down there? Yeah, I was going to say, like, I think they probably, that could just be a Rorschach test effect or they were trying to make some kind of shape or something there. Right. Um, and then, yes, as you can see, there, Carbon standing up on the desk, phoning, oh, my God, Gigi. And then she's pissed, and then she cries and yells and storms out. So now here we are. Kyle's yelling at Cartman. He's upset. We're not going to show. We're not going to show that to anybody. And then all of a sudden, Butters just pops up because Kyle's is like, "Look, I don't want to have to go back to social distance teaching again or stay at home like some students have to." And then Butters' window opens up. Hey, fellas. Yeah. Hey, fellas. How was school today? And Carmen's like, it was awesome. We put the pain to make the teacher bleed, out, make it look like she had a period. And Butters goes, oh my gosh, that sounds so amazing. <laughs> He's just like yearning for social interaction and something that like anything and everything, which we'll find out later, anything and everything Butters is down to get on right now because he's. He's locked up. You know what I mean? And he got fucked over from the last special and he didn't get to build his bear. Dude, he's had a rough go of it yeah. during during COVID. You know, uh, he's trapped in there. He didn't get his bear. Like, and you knew Butters was going to be the one that couldn't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows it's Butters. It's Butters. Carmen's like, knows. Carmen's like, it's pretty much the greatest day of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of them are just pissed. Like, yes. look at Kyle's face right there. He's just... 
Well, not to be the spoiler effect, but the very next scene, as you can see right here on video, we get a bus that pulls up. Yes. Opens up and off who jumps right out the way. And I'm glad they didn't make us wait too long to address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Like right. Five minutes and boom, right off the bus. They had to set it up. Now the teachers quit. Well, excited. we got a yeah. new teacher returning. Ladies and gentlemen, the return former president, Mr. Garrison. We get a lot of returns. This in this Mr. Garrison. We Let's... popped so hard when he walked off the bus. Yeah, me and Joe. All right. We were like, oh, my God, yes. Me, too, because I knew they were excited to go back to old school Garrison. And I was, too. Like, I was ready for him to come back. Yeah. Right. And he came along with, well, I'm sure you'll get to it in a second with who he came with. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So Mr. Garrison, of course, he shows up. He uh, the bus driver's like, uh, do you have any baggage underneath the bus? He's like, I've got I've got a lot of baggage. And so he, he he starts taking his baggage. He's wheeling it down the street. He sees everybody in the neighborhood. Hey, what's going on, Stodge? How's it going, Tucker? Thompson, you get that H test again? And then we see the the guy from the Guardian episodes or and the Black Friday bunny roll. Hey, fuck you! Like out the window. <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> fuck you too. You know, Garrison didn't say anything, but it was funny. Uh, but yes, right. Normally, if, no, fuck you. No, fuck me. Fuck you. I'm gonna sit in your garden. <laughs> Anyway. He's gonna betray you. He's gonna betray you. He's just <laughs> anyway. Black Friday, Brian around. So, <laughs> Cartman. I'm sorry, Mr. Garrison. Walk into the neighborhood, sees anybody, everybody, and there's even one resident. like, oh my god, he, is that who I think that is? And later on, we'll see him in the store, which we'll get to. But people are like, he ruined our whole, he ruined our whole country, and he's just back here like it's normal, <laughs> like nothing happened. So Mr. Garrison then re-shows up, I believe. It's either the next scene or very shortly thereafter at school to try and fulfill the position of the teacher. And the way they set it up, like he's sitting in the office here like this. He's like, well, teaching's just my passion. You know, I've always loved teaching. And they're like, well, you kind of, uh, you know, have a bit of a controversy about surrounding. He's like, well, you know, I did go through some transitions. Uh, first, I was male. And then I thought I was gay. Uh, and then I thought I was, um, uh, I thought a I was, then I thought I was a woman. So I got a sex change then i realized i'd made a mistake so i went back to being a male and then i, I was president of the united states <laughs> and, and pc principal is like uh well yeah the part about you being uh president of the united states that's what's controversial you know we wouldn't want to hire you you know and you know put you you and your safety and others at risk and then mr garrison says oh that's no problem see as a former president i get my own secret service agent his name is mr service mr service come on in and as mr. you can see Mr. Service is wearing uh, clothes on top, nothing on the bottom, but a G-string. And uh, it's, it's yeah. kind of nasty. I was here, I and I am still here for Mr. Service. I thought that was great. Oh, <laughs> me too. It's so fun. I was, me and my brother had to pause the episode after like a few minutes of him being in it. Uh, we were just <laughs> hoping he would stick around it's like, yeah. it's like let's do it because every moment of him on the screen is funny the way they set it up right and the accentuation on his cod piece is <laughs> hilarious and then he turns around yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh so good. service too the name oh, all of it 
Mr. Service. <laughs> so uh, following that, PC principal tells Mr. Garrison that they will keep him in mind as a backup teacher as they hope that the vaccination process will open up. Then we go back to the Walgreens. We go to one of these typical newscast scenes where the newscaster's like, I'm willing to go inside and get my vaccination live on the air to show you that there's nothing wrong. And the security guard's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then he makes everybody get out of the way. And then he's like, get out of the way. VIP's coming through. And VIP's he- leaving the bar. So VIP's <laughs> come out. They're like, woohoo, what do you want to do now? I don't know. That's my second shot. <laughs> Let's go to the bar. <laughs> go to the bar and they're like fuck you old people and there's this one guy and he's all like there's this one guy this guy hit in the car but eventually he, he originally goes oh i'm sorry i can't hear you i got all this antibiotics in my ear yeah it's the guy with the uh cane and the orange shirt i can't hear you i got all these antibodies in my ears right so they're they're yelling and whatnot and now they're rolling around town, and uh, as, as Darren pointed at the top of the podcast, they roll up on Stan, okay? <laughs> and they just fucking start shitting on him. <laughs> How long do you kids have to wait to get your vaccine? Oh, wait, you have to wait your last. We're going to go to the bars, and we're going to get some pussy. And Stan's like, that's great, Grandpa. <laughs> like, that's great, Grandpa. Like, he just doesn't give a shit, you know? <laughs> And it's really kind of funny if we could go back to the one picture of them in the convertible for a second, where like other than Stan's grandpa, if you look at it and then look at the cast of the bucket list, this is totally making fun of that. What? Like uh, there's that movie with Jack Nicholson and um, Morgan Freeman uh, Uh called The Bucket List. And this is totally just making fun of a scene from that shit, which I thought was kind of funny. That's a fun fact. I did not know that. Yeah, it may come up in the pop culture. I don't know. I don't know. What was it? Uh, Scoop, did you find this uh, scene to be quite extensively hilarious, comedic? What did you think about this, how they were breaking down this vaccine distribution? Damn it. Why do I always try to talk while I'm on mute? It's so stupid. (laughs) And he probably had some really profound shit that he was saying, too. This is this Billy. You you guys get to have fun yet? You kiss your last. It should have been, you know, old people, teachers, and kids. So that way we could have at least had school open and everything. You know. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, Scoop is, of course, uh, you know, got a child, and so I'm sure he's got a different take than we do because we don't have kids. So I definitely understand what you're saying, why they should have the teachers do it too. Yeah, I thought it was a little weird that they made the teachers the crux of the story, but I guess by the end we kind of understand why, right? Because we had to reintroduce Mr. Garrison, and he's going to be a pivotal point going forward in the series if he's going to be the returning teacher, which we do find out because shortly thereafter, I'm back! Hey, y'all! And the moment he does it, everyone in the class... Oh, and then Cartman's like, holy <laughs> shit, what did we do? <laughs> <laughs> you would have thought, though, hilarious. you would have thought, though, after all the escapades of Mr. Garrison, that would have, like, Cartman would be a fan now of Mr. Garrison. After yeah, everything- because he was a fan of Mr. Garrison just six months ago in the uh, pandemic special, too. That's right, because Mr. Garrison killed the pangolin. Technically speaking, Pangolin. 
Well, I've only had sex with one pangolin. We then see Mr. Gearson reintroduce the kids that he's going to be their teacher. Uh, and of course, the kids are pissed. They go into the lunch, uh, the hallway and whatnot. And they're like, good job, asshole. <laughs> right? Like, you got a <laughs> teacher, but you brought back fucking Mr. Garrison. Thanks a lot. And, uh, you know, they're not too happy. So. Ah. <laughs> oh. Sounds they make. The sounds they make. Ah, right. Yeah. Oh. That's what you were just saying. The sounds they yep. make. Ah. Or, or Cartman saying, uh, oh, my God, what did we do? So kids are berating them in the hallway. They're yelling at them. You suck. And uh, so now Kyle's like, why does everyone think that uh, I was a part of this? And Cartman's like, because we're bros, dude. That's a bros, dude. We did everything together. And well, Kyle's like, no, I want you to go tell everybody that I'm not part of this. And Cartman's like, yep, silence is, got, silence is go golden or silence kills. Silence is violence. Yeah, that's silence is violence, Kyle. Silence is violence, Kyle. Don't kill your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Silence is violence, Kyle. So, uh, right, straight up. (laughs) Don't say it, Dad. Don't say it. Don't say it. Uh, So, Stan, not knowing what to do, walks off. Kyle tells Carmen, nobody cares about your stupid bro ship. And that makes Kenny cry. And then Carmen goes, and now you make Kenny cry. So he walks off. We go back to Walgreens. We got the underpants gnomes trying to get vaccinated, but they're not on list. And they're like uh, underpants gnomes, K N O M E. We're essential workers. Um, and then Dr. Alphonse and Mephesto tells them to get in line like everyone else. And we see people online such as uh, Luke Kim, Jesus Christ, Kanye West. And we also see two aliens in the back. So I thought it was a nice touch. They put the aliens in. <laughs> right? Yeah, Everybody's yeah. back mm-hmm. in this one. They brought right. a lot yeah. of people a lot back. Of, yeah. Dr. Mephesto. Yeah, and I thought they killed off Dr. Mephesto. I thought they did too, didn't they? I could have sworn they did. I don't know. But, I mean, we've we've seen the uh, power that the creators have, ah. uh, especially later on in this episode. We will see our creator, the provider, the provider. provider. Carousel, carousel. Carousel, carousel. No foolies. Okay, so uh, Mr. Mackey shows up in a fireman suit again, posing as Fireman Todd. I'm here to get my I'm first body here to get my vaccine. <laughs> and they're like, get the hell out of here, right? So uh care a car of an elderly people drives past food for little, celebrating their vaccination. Inside the store we see Mr. Garrison and Mr. Service shop for some school supplies, as I mentioned, they were walking through and everyone's staring at them because it's like, what the fuck? Oh my god, he's back in our town after he ruined our country, like acting like nothing's happened. And Mr. Garrison's like, oh, oh, I see. Never seen a gay couple shopping before. Well, y'all better get woke real fast. Hi, <laughs> they're looking at him. And then we get what I would say in the longest time. You know, I, I wasn't really a fan of this character until this episode, but now I'm totally on board with the whites as the characters because they're fucking hysterical. The whites show up and they're like, oh, uh, Mr. Garrison, Mr. Garrison, uh, Mr. President, uh, uh, we've been doing everything you've been wanting us to do. You know, we've been on the internet every night. And, uh, you know, we've been following QAnon and, uh, you know, we're just waiting for your word. What are we supposed to do? Uh, and Mr. Garrison's like, look, I'm, I'm just trying to be a teacher just like everybody else. And he's like, but we're waiting your word. And, you know, he goes into this whole spiel again. And Mr. Garrison's like, look, asshole, blow shit out your dick hole. <laughs> Get a fucking laugh. And blow shit out your dick hole. Right. <laughs> blow shit out your fucking dick hole. 
<laughs> he took it real seriously too. Yeah. <laughs> he took it. But Matt, don't you know? Don't you know? Nobody likes the whites. Nobody likes. The, nobody likes. <laughs> the, 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 the nobody asked asshole. the whites what we nobody thought. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt, but I've loved those characters since the beginning. Because the so whole. I'm with you. Uh, dude, the second they walked, I mean, <laughs> they walked up to the cell. I think and they were doing the whole camp scene, and. Oh man! Ever since then, I've loved those characters. Yep. <laughs> Nobody asked what the whites think. <laughs> Scoop, what do you think? I don't know. <laughs> I you... just it—they're symbiotic of a character that you see in the world a lot in the U.S. Did you like the reintroduction of the whites in this episode, at the very least, Scoop. Yeah. The. Um... When he gets to the Latin and shit, that's when he gets fucking <laughs> the best part. That's where I just, I lost it when he was like, when he goes into this whole little deep state theory about <laughs> blow shit out your dick all That's right. Blow shit out your dick all We're going to get there. Here's yeah. As Robert White has his name as he, uh, of course, uh, mistakenly uh, believes Mr. Garrison insult is to be some kind of signal. Now, back in the office of school, Mr. Mackey yells in frustration over not being able to get vaccinated as Mr. Mackey's like, oh, show them. You're not going to give me a vaccination. I've got damn cancer. Um, so he's interrupted out in the parking lot by an elderly couple who are doing a motorcycle donut, you know, kind of like taunting them, the fact that they go out and have fun. Um, then the boys come in with Kenny and they come to the office and, uh, you know, they wanted to talk about their strained broship. Mr. Mackey yells at them that he doesn't care. Stan begs him to uh, Stan begs him to bring Miss Nelson back, but Mr. Mackey says that the only way that can that can happen is for the teachers to get their hands on some vaccines. You do that, and you might, might just get your teacher back. See, that was in the episode, but that clip was. Uh, he asked the boys to break into Walgreens, steal the vaccines, and bring them to school for the teachers. Now, as you were talking about school at the White Residence. Robert White addresses the fellow members of QAnon, and there's just so many good things in here about the QAnon stuff when he's there. And I know I'm a little behind here in the slide, so I'm going to jump ahead. But when they're in the QAnon underground here, they've got all these political figures that have been made – I don't know. I'm not going to say celebrities, but have been made focal points in news media over the last six months to a year. And that encapsulated everything here underground in this QAnon scene where you've got the guy in the face paint right there, as you can see. He's <laughs> Arizona. You've got the guy with an AK-47. You've got uh, all these people that are up so – Face it, Robert. We lost, okay? The QAnon shaman. I feel like someone pooped on my life. I feel like someone laughed. in the back. I feel like someone pooped on my life. Right. And like, I can't remember if I had said this on the air at some point. I know I had texted uh, Matt and Scoop about this one point. I was on the same ship at the same time as the QAnon shaman. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's right. You actually, I mean, you don't personally know him. But no, no. Um, I'd probably cross paths with him a few times, but. Does dude back here uh, in the back left have a Where My Country Gone shirt? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> where what my country gone. Where, <gasps> my, where, where, where my country gone. Oh, man. Well, so as you can see here, Robert is trying to explain to him, look. I spoke with the chosen one, okay? And the chosen one told me, or, you know, yelled at me, and he said, blow shit out your dickhole. 
And at first, I was like, why would you say that? But then I remembered that BSD, blow shit out your dick hole, is Latin for whatever. He's sedominus, crudus, sovereignus. I don't know what the fucking words were. It's Latin. And he breaks it all down, but basically does the chain linking string cheese theory <laughs> connection where you take one thing and you fucking over, uh, over assess it, over assess <laughs> it, turn it into something that's not. Go back a slide, Matt. Go back a slide? Okay. Go back a slide. Shit velocity. Right shit there, velocity. <laughs> <laughs> Eugenics to kill whites, 9-11. This is always one of my favorite things is to look at the little oh, stuff they write on stuff, dude. It's always yeah. so good. I guess I could have read the slide, too. It, 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 it actually <laughs> stayed up there at the top. Anno Giannis Domino. Out your dick. <laughs> There's another one that says U.S. Pentagon. No, they are wrong. <laughs> or what are they wrong? 2020. And it's got all these dates on it. They've got Biden dressed up as devil horns. Friday, a picture of one piece of shit. And then on Tuesday, it's a different <laughs> piece of shit. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of great stuff here. And then as you can see here, they do kind of a full shot uh, look here with them giving his speech about how we have to become teachers. They decide that we have to do what he must do, and that is follow him. So they decide that they're going to start their own tutoring services here. And we'll get there uh, what that's going to be all about. But before we get there, we cut over to community kids. Okay, Cartman, Kyle. And Kenny, they walk up to the guy at the front door. He's like, "Hey, oh, we're community kids. Uh, we help uh, uh, elderlies in the neighborhood get to can't get to the vaccine, get there." And the security guard goes, "Hey, that's pretty awesome. I wish more <laughs> people would like community kids." And they go inside, and God's like, "Wow, dude, that was really easy." And Kyle's like, "Yeah, dude, community kids with the K always gets them. <laughs> community kids with the K always gets them." So now they're inside. But uh, these uh, old people, they know the price and the value of these vaccines because uh, the old lady here, she shakes down the boys for some more money. <laughs> and Cartman's like, damn, this is becoming the most expensive joke I've ever had. The doctor shows up here and he's like, what's going on? Oh, we're community kids. Uh, you know, we help people get to the we're community. Oh, Kyle actually says we're community kids spelled with a K. <laughs> and, and we help elderly get to, uh, you know. Place of vaccine. Oh, that's great. Are they helping? I might have a little bit of Alzheimer's. Right. I, I, I have a little bit of Alzheimer's. Might need a little bit more green backs. Jack my memory. And Carmen's like, oh, fuck oh, you. <laughs> fuck you, you slut. slut. Yeah, you dirty slut. And Kyle's like, God damn it, you can't talk to her like that. You're going to ruin the plan. And Stan's like, you asshole. Now the doctor's going to know we have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> And the doctor's like, "What plan? You, uh, what plan?" And and, and then or not, we're gonna know we're lying. And and then the elderly lady says, "These kids are lying." And the doctor goes, "What do you mean? It's not community kids spelled with a K. <laughs> they spell it with a C. <laughs> it's community kids spelled with a C. <laughs> That's what he jumped to." <laughs> and so Stan go, says, "Can he grab the vaccines?" He kicks the doctor in the knee. And they run out. And as they run out, the people are like, oh, my God, community kids stole some vaccines. So now this is where we find out. I mean, unless you guys do, you guys want to talk about that scene really quick before we get to the tutor and on here. Uh, we, it was, I mean, it was hilarious. And the old lady shaking them down is was fucking great. Like they always seem to make the elderly out to be some of the biggest assholes ever mm-hmm. from like Butter's grandmother to to this that's true yeah scoop did you have any thoughts on this scene 
You dirty slut. What did you what did you think of that that setup there for that scene there? It was classic, dude. I loved it. It's probably one of my favorite scenes in the episode. All right. Because like what Joe was saying, the shakedown from the old lady. I got Alzheimer's. I might need some more greenbacks to refresh my memory. <laughs> Darren, did you have any other thoughts on this scene before we move on? No, this is one of my, uh, you know, it's funny, Matt. I was just, I was just dibs in the end of my, my set as you guys were just talking about. Oh, that's nice. It was great, actually. Oh, great. I'm, I'm stoked. Oh, awesome. But no, no, keep going. All right. So Garrison. <laughs> so as we mentioned, Garrison's a teacher. So now the teacher non people think it's their duty to start teaching. So what they decide to do is create t- uh, tutor anon, a private tutor. tutor. And the fucking commercials for this are great. <laughs> it starts off with fucking Scott. No, I got an accident. I need. It starts off with his fucking family here, right? And they're they're chilling and like you think they're talking. All of a sudden, it cuts into um, Tweak's dad. Well, that's why we pulled Tweak out of school and we got him a private tutor with Tutor Anon. And you find out that Tutor Tutor Anon. Oh, I got some pictures here. <laughs> Look at some. Darren took one of the best pictures though, and he sent it to me multiple times. Pose it. It's the one with the kid who's it's got coming no, up on the bottom left. Okay. <laughs> He's got no. Oh, yeah. It just and I like what you pointed out, Matt. That there's a salt, you know, because we know the writers, right? Like, not not personally, but after watching for a while, that someone as a producer on the show, that's their kid. All these like, kids. <laughs> that's someone's kids kid. On the, oh, these are all their kids. That's, yeah, that's staff kids right there. Like, I mean, why use anyone else's kids? But like, I would have done something like that as a kid. I feel like that's why I was, I was I'm laughing. Looking, I've got pictures like that. Me too. And I'm looking at that onesie. And even as a 33-year-old, I'm going, okay, what's this? Gonna, oh, no, is that? It's a hoodie. Is that? That's what he's doing? Yeah, it's a hoodie. And he's got his arms tucked in at the bottom. <laughs> His legs. <laughs> okay, I've been looking at this for days. Like, how do I recreate this? Like, this is. Okay. <laughs> I kind of want to do it, dude. I'm gonna go find an extra large hoodie. I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna run around in public, and we're gonna video. Oh, it. dude, we should all take pictures of that, and we'll put Big Boy's logo over it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so there. These kids. <laughs> do you feel like the government has failed you and your child during the? Hold on. Do you feel the government has failed you and your child in the time of COVID? Well, now you can get Tutor Anon. Tutor Anon teaches and gets information directly from the internet to your child. (laughs) And then they got this guy here. He's a teacher. (laughs) And he can't speak for shit. Can't speak for shit. I just like how they accentuate the, 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 the now you can throw away your computer and your masks and a Zoom meeting and just have someone directly in your house. And then they end it. Check us out online at Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Tutor Anon. Um, so that's going to become the big thing here is there's going to be some uh, tutors. And then this guy shows up, okay, to fucking tutor Scott Malkinson. And this is the best part. Me and you, Joe, laughed so fucking hard. Because as soon as the dad, the dad goes, all right, you listen to everything he has to say and everything he tells you to do. 
And then he leaves. And then as soon as he leaves, this guy runs over the blinds and he goes, okay, we don't have much time. Tom Hanks and Oprah Winfrey are leading the head state of a cabal that are siphoning off and drinking uh, uh, blood from the innocent children, which is known as adrenochrome. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what pedophilia oh, is? Do you know what pedophilia uh, is? Here, <laughs> let me show you. Let me yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay i i you know we i i would say here all four of us because i know all three of you so i'm gonna say all four of us we're pretty open and alternative thinking people you know there are things that we understand and recognize that the government has hidden and probably does still hide from us uh and we understand and recognize that there has been a large rampant amount of pedophilia and uh sexual exploitation not just in hollywood but in the world in general uh, however guys the jumping to the drinking of uh, children's blood uh i think that took the cake last year for conspiracies yeah yeah, that adrenochrome thing was like, what? Oh, and brother, that's not just last year. I heard that through a girlfriend, like, this is when I knew. <laughs> uh, anyways, years ago, years ago, when I first was in that band and, like, working with a bunch of musicians and started talking to people, like, there are a lot of people in the music industry that have believed that for a long time, and it's weird. And wild, and then it just came out as all of a sudden this like popular belief. And well, I mean, the stuff's getting weird, man. Well, QAnon, <laughs> as they're showing throughout this episode, they're going to get very depictive. QAnon popularized this theory, right, to yep. the back channels, and also as other people pointed out over the course of last year, when you have twenty to thirty million people extra now at home, bored, nothing to do. There's going to be a lot of people that go down rabbit holes <laughs> and they build these echo chambers and they're not having sensible conversations with maybe other people that they would have disagreed on a normal day to day basis. Like whether you're at work or in public, we can have rational conversations and disagree with people on certain things. But later on that day, we may take that information, ingest it, research it, and we may be swayed differently. You know what I mean? They don't have those, well, you don't have that type of interaction with social environments when you're at home and your fucking social media bubble, digital echo chamber is cultivated to such a way. Uh, so in that regard, unfortunately for them, they went down these rabbit holes and a lot of these people, I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say all Trump supporters. That's not fair. But I will say, like Kyle has uh, re uh, mentions in the 9/11 uh, episode, one fourth of the country is a fucking mentally unstable. Okay, or as Carbon points out, one fourth of the country is fucking retarded. So, you know, I think this is definitely a prime example, amped up. And now these individuals have such a larger voice, right? You know, I, there was a statistic that says that in the United States, okay, only. Is it 10% uh, of the uh, United States citizens use Twitter, okay? And then 2% of those 10% uh, are the ones that are vocal online, whether it be for or against somebody. So don't let the media and people dictate to you otherwise. There are still a good 88% of us out here who do not live and die by social media, okay? So, But those, what it is is you see those 2 million people online and then think everybody else is thinking that way, and then they put it in the media. Anyway, we're going down a very large rabbit hole, which we're going to have to because that's kind of what Q, this QAnon episode kind of goes very depictive into showing it. Because the very next scene is a montage, okay? And it goes to like a Hollywood sign with – blood everywhere and whatnot but we'll get there because 
there is also this ongoing battle back and forth between the news reporter and the news anchor. Fuck you, Tom. These out, these <laughs> out here community kids are just trying to do their best, trying to make a fuck difference. <laughs> I just love the highlight of tension between people that don't normally have tension. Just like everybody in the media not getting along. Everyone's yelling at each other. It's just these guys on the same show just the whole time yelling back and forth. You know what? That's a good call out, Darren, because I kind of live in a news bubble and I'm always, uh, you know, showing news that I didn't even think about that. That's a good call out that this is them making fun of how even in the media people are yelling and bickering back and forth and they can't even fucking agree on just regular news. That's fuck you, Tom. Like now you now you even see it within on their own network. It's like you used to have I mean, all the networks are still relatively biased, you know, more than relatively uh, if we're being real. But uh but uh, but now even within those networks, you're seeing like if you were to turn on CNN, I try not to, but my brother does, and it's on a TV, and and you just go on. It's like damn, they're these these two people that work for the same network are just yelling at each other right now. <laughs> and that's just this it. was gold. <laughs> just going at it, right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, in this situation, like I I tell people this, look. If you want to watch news, just watch your local news. Watch your local newscast. You'll get the most information out of there. Um, they do a per, most, at least from what I've seen, all the networks we run, we run, they don't show a lot of bias unless it's fun, like sports. You know what I mean? Eh, they're running for the local team or, hey, that high, I want my high school team to win or my college team, you know, something goofy and fun. But when it comes to like real shit, like should you get the vaccine or should you not get the vaccine, they don't give you opinions on it. They say, here's the information and they don't even tell you where to go, which is why I'm saying I didn't even know about the Walgreens. It's not like KTLA 5 or, or CW in Houston or in Denver here where I I live. It's not like they're saying you can go to this Walgreens location on this hours. No, they say, here's the website, look it up in your area and find the closest location that fits your best interests. So like, I didn't know that they were distributing COVID that vaccine because frankly, I'm not in the market right now to get a vaccine. I didn't get sick. I wasn't exposed. I'm young enough to where I can wait to where it's an absolute last on the list. Yeah. I can wait though until it's an absolute requirement when it's like, okay, I'm going to travel internationally or, uh, you know, Joe maybe gets to a point and says, Hey Matt, would you mind coming in and working this promotion? We are at that point though, where everybody does and can get vaccinated. You have to go get it unless you haven't already done it. So when I start to get like things for that, where we're working events and production, I know I'm going to have to get it. But until then, I don't, I'm, I, I don't want to get it. And B I'm also, as I explained on my Facebook today, I'm not a fear of missing out kind of guy. I'm the guy that waits till the system's out for a couple of years. I'm the guy that started a Sega Saturn collection in 2020. Okay. I am not the kind of guy that needs to get things first. He waited 25 years for all the bugs to get worked out of that system. That's right. That's right. Even though there probably hasn't been any firmware updates in like 15 years, but what? <laughs> at least. At least. At least. I'm, I'm saying they probably shut down 2000, 2001 Japan. is probably when they stopped selling Sega Saturns at the very least. And right. that would have been when Dreamcast died too. And Sega yeah. Saturn sold Dreamcast. But now if we're going on to games. So uh, Tom tells uh, – or he tells Tom to fuck you, Tom. Right? Okay. And then we find out here, as we see here, nobody's in the classroom. It's just Bebe and Jimmy. <laughs> and Mr. Garris is like, where's my students? And Bebe's like, um, they're not here because Mr. Gear's like, Bebe, where's Wendy? I know you know where she's at. And uh, well, uh, her parents took her out and she got a private tutor. Why? Um, because her parents hate you. Why, why would you say that? Because I was talking to her, talking to them. 
because I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do my best here to get things back on normal. Um, so we find out right away, I guess it goes into this montage of uh, montage. It goes into a montage here. Uh, Cartman, though, before uh, before that, we get a quick scene. Cartman calls the teacher and he's all explaining to her, look, we've got vaccines. Come back tomorrow. Our, our joke was juvenile. I mean, so juvenile. I mean, period blood in just like uh, in, in 2021. And I like this line. His line was very meta when he said, you know, we were just like throwing it out there. You know, we were just gearing things up. Basically, like say, look, we were just getting the jokes rolling here, guys. Sorry mm-hmm. about that joke. We went back to the old tricks because we wanted to see where it's going to land. <laughs> so I, I thought that was very meta. Of yeah, her. it was total fourth wall. Yeah, it was lazy or whatever he said. Yeah, that's lazy. That's and like, and like he had said it uh, during a point with the community kids thing too. Like, well, not yet. No, no, we're gonna get there in a second. We're gonna well, get no, there. like it, there was another foreshadowing before this foreshadowing when he was talking about laziness too. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I maybe I missed that. But so Garrison um, orders Mister Service uh, to know who his five or two company is, and just before. Uh, uh, that they run off and Cartman tells the teacher, look, we will be there tomorrow. Okay. Period. All right. <laughs> and then he hangs up and he goes, <laughs> I got that joke in there. <laughs> Kyle's like, you asshole, you almost ruined it for us. <laughs> yeah. This is where you can kind of really get the sense that there's a divide really starting to grow between the boys. Now they don't have the pictures here, but they they do cut outside. Re- oh wait, maybe they actually do have the pictures here. Yes, there's a bunch of people standing outside the house now, and they all start singing and like clamoring. We just need to shut. One shut. If you just gave me a shut. If I could just I have could one shut. Somebody. If I could, if I could just have one shot, I could be somebody. I could go out and have lobster again. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was fantastic, Darren. Um, what did you think here of uh, the mob outside of the boys' house just trying to get this shot, this mob mentality here? I saw it coming from a mile away. The, the second they started talking about getting the vaccines themselves, I'm like, oh, yeah, wait for the mob that comes outside their house the second they get their hands on them. Yeah. Uh, and I was looking forward to it, to be honest. I always love their mobs and their their mumbles. The, uh, or the rabble, rabble, rabble. I was hoping for one of those. I was hoping for a rabble, 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 rabble. But I thought like the instruments and mm-hmm. like the the festival vibe. You see the hula hoop, and you got right. like you got a couple symbols up there, and the dude with the headband on, and someone's got flames on. They they were, were like a little festival vibe. It's like they're throwing a little angry festival outside the house. I loved it. Um, but I saw it coming the second they got their hands on those vaccines. I'm like, yep, here comes the here comes the South Park mob. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like I, it would have been kind of funny if instead of they took our gerbs, they took our shirts. Yeah, <laughs> they yep. took they our took, shirts. They took they our shirts. They took they our shirts. Yeah. Could have could have been another callback. Yeah. yeah, I was I was really looking for an old school rabble, 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 rabble. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> rabble, rabble, rabble. And then after this, okay. I don't know who I was explaining it to. I think I, I think I might have been explaining this to uh, somebody in the, my chat or something like that. We were talking about um, Jeffrey Epstein, and the very next oh, yeah. scene, 
we go to a montage and we see a ho- the Hollywood sign, as you can see here, covered in blood. <laughs> and then we get this very dark, you know, deep montage about uh, everything. Or it's, I guess it's a female narrator explains mm-hmm. the satanic cabal of Hollywood and the, poli- uh, the Holly- political elites have been using child sex services to obtain adrenochrome, a substance harvested from children for a euphoric and life-enhancing benefit. These elites need adrenochrome to main their, maintain their positions of p- power c- to control everyone, and they need oh. to be stopped. And then it is then revealed that the narrator's private tutor or sorry it's then revealed that the person telling this is craig's private tutor who's also a QAnon. now we're going to go through some of these pictures here i wanted to read that first because the pictures are get very graphic and i cannot believe the fucking south park did this but i fucking love them so the first one yeah. here is Jeffrey epstein and they uh, fucking just yeah. drop so well here so they, my, they did my, this as well as they could have <laughs> yeah go ahead scoop my thing with QAnon or whatever is um i get i cut it off with the whole trump thing but Everything with like Epstein and the children and the sex trafficking, right. I kind of believe a lot of, and like the blood and shit. I don't know, dude. There's some fucking creepy going on in, in in Hollywood, and I think that South Park is gonna fucking push the narrative a little harder, dude. But oh, oh, they are. Yeah, like I said, yeah, people have been talking about that whole thing for a while. It was popular actually inside the entertainment industry before it was like that's some. You hear some of the old songs. Tupac talking about that nonsense, like he'll drop weird comments about it because it's just one of those things that's been talked about in Hollywood and all that stuff for a while. And the Jeffrey Epstein thing, I knew I was like, I was waiting. South Park's touching it, guaranteed. Like, if anyone's gonna just jump on it with no problem and do a thing like that, it's gonna be South Park. I was glad they did too. They probably would have done it. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, Scoop. I was just going to say, um, if you, and it's in music today too, like if you listen to Post Malone's new album, there's all kinds of weird hints in there. I think I even pointed them out to Matt a while ago um, because we were kind of like getting into it and we've been talking about it for a while too. And I remember listening to it, it was like uh, Hollywood is bleeding, the, the vampires are feeding or something like that. And then a couple other songs were like... Um, uh, they won't let me mm-hmm. be me, or it's, it's it's just like a lot of weird little subtle hints about how he can't like make his music music and shit, and it's just it's kind of kind of creepy. It is, and Matt, uh, I'm sure you've heard the song Vampire. Yep. Vampire. I'm gonna leave you there with that. <laughs> uh, I will say in regards to. You know your your comment about the blood thing, like uh, see, I think that's just a little too extreme for me. That them harvesting the blood, like I'm on totally on the board. And I know I've we've done we've had these conversations and the deep dive in sexual traffic. That's fucking global, and that's everyone knows that shit's going on, right? And if you want to make the argument, and there's uh, you know you believe on based on evidence that there's a lot of elite people based on the connections that may or may not have had sex or trafficked with these young age girls. I'd be open to that conversation and you could probably convince me if you have enough evidence, but the bleeding, I mean, this harvesting the blood and the drinking with the blood, a little too extreme for me. With the time, who knows what, what sounds crazy and what doesn't. Cause I get it. this yeah. little excerpt of just Epstein alone, I mean, well, no, that, I was, that was crazy. That was crazy years ago. That's exactly what people said years ago. Oh, that's too much. Like no, there's no, no I, 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 I 
you believe that, this but, one thing, but the child sex trafficking, no, that's too much. That's too crazy, right? No, I, I mean, I believe that that was going on because, I mean, he was already previously, he had been previously arrested. Like, I mean, I know not, I mean, I know we know that, but the media so, moves yeah. so fast that everybody forgets that shit, right? Well, I fucking knew about R. Kelly for 20 years that he was doing all this shit, right? So, like, like we, it's not that we people didn't know that it was going on. They just weren't stopping it. Um, well, and Matt, you know, I used to talk about that a while ago because and only reason, granted, is knowing one of his his old uh, women. Right. Uh, hey, like they go out, they they know people, they talk to people, uh, like they they've survived and like lived lives. So it's a wild to see their stories get massive to the point where South Park's now doing a animation and the whole whole little excerpt on it. The best and it's part just normal. But I will say the best part comes next here because the visualizations, though, are fucking amazing and hysterical. Me and Joe were sitting there. <laughs> we were like, fuck, yes. I can't believe South Park pushed the limit this far. So the first they show they have seen hanging. Okay. I was like, I can't believe they drew that. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> okay. Then we move on. They start explaining what adrenochrome is, right? And there's a little picture of the kid on the blood, the bag here and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh, but the worst is not yet over. Now we're going to see uh, the purveyors, the elite. We're going to see Oprah here. She's got a guy. Oh, I, I went to the wrong. Damn it. I skipped uh, over. And that picture. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got, oh, oh, no, I guess they do show this first. So they've got butters here. The blood or somebody, a kid having his blood extracted. This is just so like from a graphical sense, though, this is so good. Like just the detail that's into this thing. It's fucking amazing. Um, but it's it's pretty gnarly. Uh, then after that, uh, we the next slide we see um, Oprah now drinking the blood, and you can see all of the Illuminati people on the background with their hands up praising, and there's a person in the background holding a knife right there. You can see um, where they've cut the child, and then we go to Obama, like hey, yeah, I need more blood, and uh, yeah, pretty pretty dark, and then it goes immediately right. And then, and then Craig goes, so does Oprah and Obama drink from the same child? And then the Twitter lady goes, no, no, it's all kids all around the world. <laughs> so, yes, that's what they were trying to teach, that they're going to start teaching that. And then all of a sudden, Mr. Garrison and Mr. Service bust in. What the hell do you think you're doing? And they uh, – they, well, I'm just teaching the children here and we're trying to be like you, the chosen one. Well, Mr. Garrison has Mr. Service start choking out the QAnon lady until she gives up who it is. It's it's secret. I can't tell you. It's it's the whites. And yes. <laughs> it's the whites. And Every time they use that that family and that name, you have to think about like further into what they're saying because it's always right? so funny. <laughs> It's hysterical. So, and then of course, uh, they, Mr. Garrison and Mr. Service, and figure out who the whites are. They run off. Uh, she's dead. Craig is left there with a dead body. <laughs> and Craig's like, next act 2021 is just going to be like 2020, <laughs> unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, they choked her out and she's dead. Uh, then we go over to an empty abandoned raisins. As we saw, the boys have had to escape. And uh, they're going to hide out here at the Raisins for the night. Cartman reveals that he's talking to Craig Tucker's dad and that he'll pay $2,000 for a vaccination. And there's an argument back and forth on uh, whether, you know, uh, 
was it uh, Kyle saying, no, we can't do that. We have to get these to the teachers. You know, Kenny, of course, wants it for the bro ship. And uh, Stan's like, well, what about us, dude? Like, what about us kids? Why can't we be selfish? And Carmen's like, dude, what, we need that. We can take this money. We can go on vacations and bro down. Carmen had the right idea here, right, Scoop? You know, start up, cash in, sell out, bro down, right? Time out, time out. Time out, time out. Stonks. Stonks. Like fucking Carmen had that, those diamond hands right now, and they were fucking taking. They took it away from him, bro. Took it away. Took it away from him. Well, Kyle, of course, gets a call from his dad, wondering where he's at, and uh, he's like, "I'm sorry, Dad. I'm out trying. I'm doing something really important. I'm not going to be home for the night." He's like, "That's okay, Kyle." And then Kyle's like, "What? what whoa, you're you're not mad? No, of course not, bud. Uh, and uh, it's just you know me. Are uh, we heard you got some vaccines there, uh, buddy?" And uh, <laughs> we heard you got the vaccine. Well, yeah, Dad, I'm, I got to get these to the teachers. Oh, okay, I get it. So the teachers are more important than your mom and your dad? No, Dad, it's not like that. Well, we didn't ship you off into a Zoom meeting. <laughs> your parents were here the whole time for you. <laughs> Ends up telling them, you know, do the right thing, though, buddy. Uh, silent. Uh, he, he says, silence is silence. <laughs> Si- don't say it, Dad. Silence is violence, buddy. Don't kill your mom. And then he hangs up. <laughs> and it was just fucking perfect, just how he fucking manipulated. Silence is violence, buddy. Don't kill your mom. Click. And uh, I was like, damn. But you know what? Gerald was right in this situation. Like, uh, given the uh, proximity or ability to vaccines, I can confidently say all four of us have, because I, I know all three of you, we all have good relationships with our family. We would all fucking give the vaccines to our parents first. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? So, you know, they make a great point. Like, I'm sorry those educators need the vaccines. I get it. Uh, but my mom and dad or my immediate family, yeah, if I have vaccines, I'm giving it to them first. You know what I mean? Just being real here, guys. Just being real. Mm-hmm. Especially, mm-hmm. especially you guys, Joe, Scoop, Darren. Oh, I'm not, I'm, not give, I'm not giving them to you, Matt. If that's what you're insinuating, oh. I, there's no way. No, <laughs> what I was to saying, families, I know. No, what I was insinuating is, you guys, I know just by talking, you guys have all, you guys have parents that had you guys maybe in their 30s, maybe late 30s, a little bit later in life. My parents had me when I was 19, 20. So my parents are still young. They're in their, they're not even hit, they haven't even hit the 55 yet. Or maybe, maybe my mom's just about to hit that this year where she can finally get her senior citizen discount. Okay. My parents mm-hmm. are not that old. So my dad is only 53. So he hasn't hit that yet either. So I'd be like, Dad, you're fine. Mom, you're fine. Come on, mom, you work, you're up, you're out and about talking, you're full of energy and life. Maybe my dad, he's a little bit older. He's the quiet hippie. He may need the, the COVID vaccine. <laughs> but my dad has been working from home for five years and does not socialize. So I'd be like, dad, you're fine. Just stay inside. Mom probably needs it more. She's the one out working in the public. You know? yep. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent here. Do what I, you- I, my parents, same thing. Mom recovered from cancer last year and she would have been first on the list. Now she's like halfway down the list. But that's, I mean, obviously that's a good thing. But, uh, and, and they're in Mexico. So they had to come up here and be up here for a while. They had to be up here for a few, they were here for like four months. That's right. They were living in Washington. They have like a Washington P.O. box. Like, yeah. Weren't they also, kind of, didn't they, did they have to stay in Frisco for two weeks when they first entered back into the country? Did they make them do that? I know you were saying they were stuck in San Francisco for a little bit at one point. No, that's when, so they, they were supposed to move to Mexico and 
that's when the oh, border shut the, the border shut down like the first day of the border being closed was the day they were leaving to Mexico uh, and, and and they had already rented out their house in San Francisco and it was like oh well shit and so they had to come up here like at last minute out of nowhere and they lived here for a couple months but they went back down to Mexico and then they had to come up here for another three months again Jesus or just ping ponging around man dude they don't get like Right now, dude, the place they just moved is, like, in the jungle in Mexico. Like, they don't – they have to put their toilet paper back in the in the trash can. Right. <laughs> like, it's all kinds of weird shit. Like, they, they got some culture shock going on out there. Like, they have a P.O. box out here. They have to have someone, like, fly their mail to them, like, collect it over the course of a month and fly it to them. It's crazy. In their town. It's wild. Yeah. So Kyle takes uh, the back of the episode. Kyle takes the vaccines away from safekeeping. He says, fine, I'm going to take this away from safekeeping so no one is tempted to do anything wrong. Well, after he did that and after he's uh, manipulated, we're going to find out that Kyle is, will succumb to it as the whites now are eating dinner. As Garrison and Mr. Service show up, and I like the, the, the door. The, he makes the little, gore, little girl get the door and she answers the door. It's, the, it's our president and savior and never was really impeached, President Garrison. Get up, service, Mr. Service, and the little Mr. Service attacks the little girl. <laughs> he jumped on her, bro. I couldn't understand that. Like, he, grrr, he just jumps on her after that riveting introduction. You would have think they let the little, I guess, you know, they got to tie up the whites. So he ties up the whites, starts yelling at what the, and what, just what the hell do you think you're doing? And he's like, well, we're, we're trying to be like you. What do you mean you're trying to be like me? We're trying to be teachers. We thought that's what you wanted us to do. And Mr. Garrison's like, I've been a teacher for 30 years. You can never be like me. You and took her curb. So, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Mr. Robert White explains that um, they're trying to put a stop to the vaccinations by educating the young. And then he explains that everything is being manipulated by the elites who need to hate. We need people to hate Mr. Garrison. And they cut off everyone who tries to let out the truth. Just as Robert is about to reveal the truth, <laughs> the scene that cuts back to Razor, that's fucking hysterical. They don't want you to know the truth. And the truth is, and then they go to the next scene. <laughs> uh, but I thought it was interesting here because uh, Mr. White uh, makes some, you know, he's made that argument about Bill Gates and the vaccine stuff. And, you know, there is something to be said about uh, the vaccines itself. Uh, especially how it was administered in other countries. Uh, I've, I think I've shared this story with a couple of you, but you know, I went and got my cell phone fixed at a cell phone repair shop here in Denver. The kid who was uh, who fixed my phone was like 28, 29, our ages, was from India and t gave me very thorough in-depth analysis on what it was like when they brought the polio vaccine over to India. And suffice it to say, not to go too in-depth, uh, it was not a positive uh, result. Uh, so his concerns were there based upon his experience. Uh, with Bill Gates bringing or wanting to be the purveyor of a vaccine. Now, I'm not saying all vaccines are bad. And if you need to get a vaccine, you get a vaccine. I'm not hating here and telling you what to do. But I can mm -hmm. also see why you would, like myself, maybe maybe hesitant to just to go out and get it right away because you're like, I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm uh, on the fence there, but uh, for right. me, any, anything, yeah, to me, it's just like where, watch where the money goes. Where the money goes, there's motivation to do do some weird shit and anytime there's that much money or big enough companies backing something like there's there's something fishy going on would you whether guys, or not it's the whole thing or you know there's something to at least question or be weary about 
I mean, would do you guys think? I mean, the point that he, Mr. Robert explains here and throughout the episode is that everything is being being manipulated by the elites who need people to hate Garrison. So from that statement, I took a kind of like everybody throughout the last four years, whether you like or disliked Donald Trump as your president, there was definitely a high agenda push from a lot of media stations to put the focus on hating this guy, right? Hating Donald Trump as the one and only, he's the person that makes the ultimate and final decisions when realistically there is checks and balances. And while yes, Donald Trump did influence a lot of these people, I'm not gonna say he did it because he was the purveyor of the party. Ultimately, at the end of the day, those people did have responsibilities and votes to cast as well. So it's not just all Donald Trump is what I'd like to get across here. It's everybody. They're all they're all pieces of shit, but they made Donald Trump the scapegoat because realistically, Donald Trump is easy to make the scapegoat for. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong here, I mean, guys? I mean, anybody disagree with that statement? No, I mean yeah. it is it is really easy, and I don't I don't know if we even we went over this last time. I didn't realize the scapegoat is technically the person that uh, it's not the person you think it is. It's the person that got off guilt free is technically the scapegoat. Because there, it's supposed to be that the feeling of guilt of letting someone take the blame for something you did is way worse than taking the blame for whatever that thing is. But yeah, he's an easy scapegoat. Well, yeah, he Donald Trump I, I is mean, the he, for the people that are actually running it, and you know we could have tons of his mouth <laughs> on the people that are really pulling the strings. Whether you want to call it the Rothschilds, the people who own Chase banks, the federal government, the politicians, the superstars, the PR companies for music and entertainment mm-hmm. industries. Yep. Whatever you want to call it, international influence from the Chinese. It's really the money, as you said, to always follow the money. There's told there's so many things that are in power, but the way they definitely utilize it here and make an example is they Mr. Garrison was, or Donald Trump, if you will, was made to be that scapegoat. And they it, he created this huge divide that still even exists now. Like even after the guy's out of presidency and you want to like, okay, maybe I'm gonna go back and try and talk to my regular friend and be like, dude, now that Donald Trump's out of office, can we have a rational conversation and say can we look at it from a perspective and see if it was beneficial? Those people still don't even want to have those conversations. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But no, people generally don't these days try to stay off the internet and Facebook with those conversations. I have, I have them more with, with my friends like you. Wait, wait, you <laughs> The realist, the realist is I know all three of you. So I know you're, I don't want to use the term. We're woke. We're not woke. We're just awake. We've always been awake. You know what I mean? Not woke, awake. As what I, as Rome actually said that. I, I want to put that on a T-shirt. So if you fucking steal that, you have to give me ten percent. Not woke, awake. Right? You know where you. I'll always, give you seven. All right. Thanks. <laughs> uh, where it's always you're always you've always just you, the art of the deal, Matt. Right. You're always aware. Speaking of Trump. Yes, yeah, Trump. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. You're fired. Uh, yeah, no, I'm totally good. I don't, I don't think I'm following his art of the deal of anything, right. like, so, personal opinion aside. <laughs> but, I mean, the fact is we are all pretty aware of, you know, both sides, and we can have conversations. And and realistically, you know, we're white. So, like, him being the president didn't really negatively affect us too much. Like, I mean, it didn't affect me too much, uh, him as the president. I mean, I might have had friends. I might have family, maybe, but not me directly. I don't. I don't know about you. Maybe. And maybe. I'm you want to know how it affected us, and it's not even bad. This morning, I was. It's. It's not even a bad thing. It's just actually kind of funny. This morning, I was at the coffee shop, this little drive-through coffee stand, and they have this little rainbow lanyard, like mini flag thing, hanging outside. Dude on the other side of the drive-through pulls up. Oh, I'm ordering, and 
asks them to take it down. <laughs> this was just this morning. I was telling Ty, I told her, I would, I would mention this to you. Like, it was hilarious. It was like, can you take that flag down? What? And she's like, it's my boss's coffee stand. If she wants to hang a flag there, like, she can. I don't know. It's it's up to it's her. Good. And that's, yeah, and that's just, and that's, that is the reality of the situation. She's a retail worker. She doesn't really have a say in that at all. That's her boss's. And he's like, he started giving her more shit and she just shut the drive through window on him. She's like, I just, oh, she's like, all right, I can't serve you then. Just close the, <laughs> it was the funniest. Sorry, I'm scared of I'm I'm Scott Malkinson and I have diabetes. Good time, Scott Malkinson. And like I <laughs> yeah, that's kind of well, exactly how I pictured the dude on the other side. I was like, all right, you just go on with your day. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm just saying realistically, right? I mean, the country is made up of 60 to 70% mostly white guys. So like we weren't directly hurt financially, you know? Not all, at all. That's you know, my point. That's the extent of yeah. our hurt is having to see some idiot do that. But that's it. <laughs> but it sucks because we're, we're not fucking like uh, soulless individuals because our friends are hurting. So, I mean, it's not like we don't help them or want to try and go out of our way. But that sucks when you have to see your friends and family hurting who were maybe affected by some of his policies or some of his health limitations or whatever it was like. I have friends, we, me and Scoop have friends where, you know, the, the core four or the clique, if you will, that don't even hang out as much because they were divided over this presidency. It's stupid. Like, oh, I'm not going to chip yeah. over politics. I'm, I might disagree with you, but just I'm a boy and I still love you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to fucking end over politics, dude. That's dumb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, it's splitting families apart. Fact, my, meanwhile, my best friend that comes over here all like every weekend to barbecue, we don't even necessarily agree on most things. Like we're pretty far separate as far as those things go. But yeah, you know, we barbecue every weekend. It don't matter. If anything, I'm happy when one of my friends brings up something new and I disagree on because now we can challenge each other's mental state and learn versus being like, no, fuck you. Right. Agreeing with people just all the time is boring. You just. Yeah. I, I find it so I have certain friends where their their group of friends generally agree on everything. The rest of their group of friends and I'll, I'll sit in those groups that are just uh, it's like a two hour conversation of people agreeing on one thing. I'm just like, oh, OK. Oh, I agree. Well, I agree. And well, that's why South Park is so refreshing because it is the polar opposite of I agree. They, they'll just throw everything in your face. I love it. Scoop, did you have any other thoughts or anything before we move on to the next part? Yeah, I didn't want to cut you off. Uh, so next scene here now, we see Kyle back at Raisins, and he's been guilt-tripped, of course, by his dad. So now he decides to take it upon himself that he's going to replace the uh, vaccine with Cactus Cooler. And uh, Stan fucking catches him and says, like, hey, what are you doing, bud? You know, why are you doing that? And he's like, look, okay, I just I was just going to take a little bit and save some from my family. And Stan's like, oh, your family's a fucking important? What about my family, right? Because previously in the whole Raisins thing, Cartman actually said to Stan, you know, it's really disappointing you don't stand up to him more. <laughs> so Stan now feeling like, uh, you know, just got kicked in the balls and he's got to go prove his manhood, goes to look for Kyle. And it's a good thing he does because he catches him. And then we kind of get this weird dynamic that kind of begins in this episode where they start to treat Kenny like a child because Kenny comes into this room and he's like, hey, guys, what's going on? And they're like, uh, nothing, Kenny. No worries. Go back to hanging out. So Kenny fucking leaves the scene and they're treating Kenny like he's a fucking child throughout the remainder of this episode. I hope this continues for a little bit because it's so, <laughs> yeah. so good. Yeah. 
I think we're going to get. Well, and it even starts with treating Kenny like the child in a relationship other than guys. Kenny's worried about the bro ship. That's really the only adult thing that Kenny has to do with this breakup is he's the one that told Cartman he was worried. And then the rest of the time, Kenny's being treated as a kid. They say it earlier in the episode, we're going to do this for Kenny or whatever, too, and, before before even now. And But even then, when uh, I think he, he brought it up, but Cartman's the one who had to say something and Kenny's over there kind of just looking down a little quiet and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's kind of the kid from the beginning and obviously you get the sense towards the end uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that that's the case uh, yeah there's that... some good opportunities there <laughs> oh yeah no I, I agree that they definitely set up and, and Joe pointed out immediately when we were watching it he's like they're setting up Kenny like he's the child in the relationship <laughs> like yeah like they're divorced right now you know what I mean yeah, killed him. So now Kenny, Stan, and Kyle all show up here. I didn't mean to go too far ahead, but they all show up here because they're like, "All right, we're at the school. Let's give the fucking vaccines to the teachers." Well, now they're approached by I've got Malcolm. So you pissed off Scott earlier in the episode by bringing Mr. Garrison back, and remember, Miss Scott, even when he walks by, he goes, "You guys are dead." So <laughs> Scott shows up. And Scott says that he's not letting them go anywhere. They're like, dude, get the fuck out of our way. And he's like, no, I don't think you understand. I'm part of a new militant group called Little Cuties. And Cartman goes, oh, my gosh, you guys. That's a Q with a T and apostrophe I-E-S. We are totally not mailing. We are totally <laughs> mailing it in, guys. <laughs> Aren't there, like, oranges named that or something? Yeah, they're a Little Cuties, but <laughs> yeah. not, with Q, not with Qs. They're okay. spelled, like. Yeah. Well, as we know, the Q is the is the secret, just like the K yeah. was the secret. Right. I also and, and the L I L. I also thought this was a dig at the fucking Netflix movie that came out earlier, Cuties. Oh, there you go. That that was. And they're was all like, boys. This is ringing a bell for a few boys instead of girls, but they got yeah, a great. Wasn't the, wasn't it originally called Will Cuties, and then they switched it to Cuties? Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's why I feel like it's actually ringing a bell, not the oranges. I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of. And, I, <laughs> and if uh, the, yeah. and if the channel wasn't shut down, I would tell you to go. You can go watch it. But if you are interested, I, you know, God forbid, if you don't or if you are not interested, I would would not hold it against you. But if you do would, or would like to know what the movie Cuties is actually about, I actually fucking sat through that shithole of a movie and broke it down for you. So you can go check it out on Hamid Media Group. Just look up the little Cuties review. I don't have any clips or jobs because that's disgusting. But it's kind of like my full breakdown. Because that's disgusting. It's kind of my full breakdown of scene by scene of what happened. And it is quite possibly the worst fucking movie I've ever seen of all time. Aside from oh, the, thank goodness that's what you're reviewing. Oh, no. Oh, man, I thought movie. it was pretty good. The way that they portrayed everything was pretty beautiful. Not this point. Aside from the sexual bullshit, the production and how they put the movie together, it's jump cut. Fucking scene. So it's one thing for South Park to do jump cuts in animation when you've only got 25 minutes. It's another thing to do jump cuts for 90 minutes straight. It's horrible. But you can go listen to my review. Great review. It's actually one of our highest downloaded and viewed things because people didn't want to watch the fucking movie. So yeah, if you don't want to watch the movie, I'm gonna go watch it. I just want to hear you talk shit hear about it. the movie. You can hear it. Uh, Is that what's happening? <laughs> they took down the video uh, on here. They took down the video on Twitch because Twitch uh, killed our stream when Ben got hit for DMCA rights, which we were just talking about before this started. Uh, so <laughs> he got hit for Friday night hip hop Hamid. 
he was he would do this local thing where he would just listen to music, which is weird because game streamers can fucking listen to music while they're playing. But right. apparently, if you just fucking do a show, <laughs> watching wrestling, not wrestling audio, but listening to regular music and hip hop, they take you down. Or if you're Metallica performing your own music, they shut you down. That's fucking weird, bro. You know what that I'm was. Saying? Did you hear about that? No, but let's let's no. not. Yeah. Let's, let's not go down that rabbit we'll hole. We'll talk off air. <laughs> no, yeah, off air. You're gonna have to tell me that. Uh, yeah. That little story. Little Cuties shows up, and now a fight breaks out between Little Cuties and the community kids. It's even being covered by the news. Tom shows up. The best thing, though, is Butters is there. And I'll, you know, let me go back to the slide there. What? Like, even Kyle asks him. Kyle goes, Butters, you're here? And Butters just goes, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I just I needed to get out of the house and you need to be a part of something. <laughs> I'll stand for anything that Dude. gets me out of the house. I, that was one of the most low key lines because that's one of the biggest parts of like everything that's happened in the last year is just people bored trying to get out of the house. I think I said that to you the other day, Matt. I was like, if people are just bored, I'm telling you, they're just looking for conflict and conflict resolves monotony and boredom. So people are just finding shit to do. The best like part butters. About just like there's like there's just that little bit of like like really butters like you're gonna be against us and butters like hey guys i was just trying to get out of the house i'm sorry like, <laughs> like after everything we've been through butters but as we as it's shown through here butters does not engage in conflict he just takes a flag and starts running around yeah yeah and you just see him running around the fight scene with the american flag so just waving it <laughs> So for that, Butters, I salute you. You would not fight your boys, your crew that you've gotten down with in the past. And uh, because technically speaking, they've mentioned it over the course of a couple of years. Butters and Kenny are best friends. They're best friends. So like for Butters to show up and be on the opposite side, <coughs> I mean, that's that's fucked up. But he, he didn't engage in violence. So that's OK. Well, like he said, he was just bored and looking for something to do. At least he was the honest one. Like, right. Exactly. Sorry, fellas. <laughs> so now, yeah, like now you guys we, didn't invite me, so. Now we've got the news reporter here, and he's like on the scene. And you know, the the Tom makes a pretty valid point. The news anchor, he says, Well, those kids are also just standing up for what they believe in, too, right? Like that's what they're trying to do, too. And Tom's like, No, fuck you, Tom. Community kids are trying to make a difference. They're out here in the world trying to get vaccines for people, and these little cuties here are trying to stop them. And Tom's like, Yeah, but they also stand and believe. And I like this too. Like, and this is how I try to position people who are like so overly extreme. I'm like, yeah, but that that side also stands and believes for something too. So like rather than getting crazy and getting into fights, it's better to just have a conversation and try to understand where they're coming from. Right. Um, but now, meanwhile, the kids all stop and fight because now the citizens of South park know that where the kids are and with the vaccines, because it was just in the news. Right. And they show up at the school and now the kids can't get the vaccines to the parents. Look at this. This is just a fucking lovely fucking screen capture of fucking butters. With this fucking American flag. He's just a fucking beautiful kid. I love that guy. Everyone loves Butters. That's him. And uh, then after that, after that, the kids run away. Well, now we've got what's going. We've got more stuff going on here as we go down into the layer of the whites. And Mr. Garrison is then being taught on what Q anon is. And he goes into everything about microchips and Bill Gates and how we can't, we got to prevent that. And look, this, and then he goes through all the different fucking scenes of characters or that are yeah, part of the league and they show themselves. It's fucking. Yeah, that was so awesome that they showed themselves as Hollywood elite. 
from yep. Oprah to basketball to Ellen. <laughs> and then they show this fucking basketball clip. I popped so hard for this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Child. They put that behind themselves. The bloody child. The blood and child. <laughs> and then just as fucking uh, the, uh, Mr. White is about to explain to Mr. Garrison even more, he goes, every time you're about to explain, the elite come in and then boom. The elite, Matt and Trey Parker, wipe them into the fucking middle of nowhere. Uh, very meta, very fourth wall break throughout this episode, as and it continues on here uh, with Mr. White uh, explaining to get Mr. Garrison. They don't want to know what you know. They don't want to be exposed. All right, so now the boys are still trying to get the vaccine to the teachers, as you can see here. They're all waiting around in the school. They call them. They're from the What's bridge. They call them from the bridge or whatever, right? And um, and they're like, "Hey, what's going on? Uh, look, we tried. Look, look, we're trying to get the vaccine to you." And uh, Mrs. Jensen is like, "Look, I knew this was a trick. Okay, well, fine. We'll get. We'll try harder, or we'll try again." And then he hangs up. And Kyle's like, "You didn't even try to get them because you want to keep the vaccine for yourself to sell off." And then this point was pivotal. Kyle was like. Yeah, well, just fucking 20 minutes ago, or last night, you were trying to fucking uh, hold the vaccines for yourself. And Cartman's like, oh, he what? And Kyle's like, okay, well, I thought we, I thought we moved past that. But I, I, I was like, bravo, fuck yeah, Stan, get him. Don't fucking let this piece of shit try to call out Cartman when he was trying to do the same fucking thing. Fuck you, Ka. Fuck you, Ka. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, yeah. Now, as you can see, a nice little Stan angry face. And Stan's like, you know what? I don't even know what to do anymore. Like, we should just not be friends, essentially. I'm done. So this is where the bro ship starts to break down. <laughs> Carmen's like, hey, hey, Kenny. Hey, Kenny, you want the iPod with your two headphones? Go watch Madagascar. You want to go watch Madagascar? Kenny's like, no, dude, I want to see what's, no, dude, I want to see what's going on. You, you, you want to go listen with your iPod with, your, with the troll headphones? Yeah, okay. So fucking Kenny leaves, and then they have this revelation that they decided that they cannot be friends anymore. That the bro ship's broken, guys. The bro ship is done. Very sad moment. And here comes the segue. So then we go here uh, back to the school where all the people are still outside, and Kyle decides, you know what? I'm still going to try and show up. Right. And then the little cuties show up too. They're all there. And Tom does a nice little piece on the little cuties. Uh, of course, uh, that pisses off that I, I don't have the picture here, but that pisses off the news anchor. He comes back on screen. He goes, Oh, yeah, I see what you did there, Tom. Fuck you, Tom. <laughs> you know what? I'm done. Or whatever. I quit. Or you walk off. Fuck you, Tom. And he walks off. Fuck you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> then we go back to the snow point. And this is where we're back with Mr. White and Mr. Garrison. And Mr. White is explaining to him, don't you get it? They'll do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want, and they'll explain to us whatever they want, and yada, 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 right? So basically explaining to us that the creators can do whatever they want to because Mr. Service goes, it's my balls. And then Mr. Garrison goes, Mr. Service's balls are cold. <laughs> 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 
Mr. White was like, don't give in. They want to make a mockery of us. And then we start seeing like this meta, them playing on screen with their character, changing him around. He's like, they're trying to make me look like a fool so you won't listen to what I have to say and think it's not credible. And uh, well, they make his boobs big here, as you can see. And then uh, they turn him into a pig. And then Mr. Garrison turns back around and he goes, I don't really care. Can you just get me out of here? I just want my old life back and blah, 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 which I think also is some nice uh, sub meta commentary on how people in the world itself, even though there may be things out there that we should question, don't really give a shit if they can also just have their regular lives back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Uh, so I thought that was some meta commentary there. And then uh, we see uh, just as he, Mr. Gear, this is, was the coolest part in the whole fucking episode. And me and Joe sitting there just went quiet because it was so fucking cool. You see Mr. White start to attack him. And just as he's about to attack him, they break the fucking fourth wall or sixth wall or 3D wall yeah. or whatever you call it. And they go all 3D and you have Mr. Garrison popping out and they do a side splitting image like this. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was Oh, that's wild. It kind of blew my mind. <laughs> I like, wonder I wonder if that's like an homage to what it may or may not have used to look like when they tried to do it with paper. Like it was layered like that, but we never really saw it because they never it had it on the probably, side. They went to the it side. Probably is. But they really only were using the paper for a couple episodes. But like even when you're animating stuff on computer, you have different layers just like you would on a Photoshop graphic and stuff. Sure video and whatnot all the different layers they would put up because essentially how south i'm assuming and you know and we're guessing here but i would assume assume from the background perspective it's just all layers you know what i mean layers on top of layers if you will and yeah. then they put the animated motion capture video that they create in whatever 3d program that they use right uh, something like that yeah i don't i don't know what it's called but then they'll bring that into fucking premiere or whatever um Whatever I whatever what is Mac use iMovie I guess, um, so anyway, uh, Premiere uh, Mac uses Final Cut Pro. Final Cut, there we go, man. I haven't used Final Cut since two thousand five. That iMovie thing just like really hurt. <sighs> two thousand five was when I used uh, Final Cut when I took classes for it and stuff like that. Oh, gotcha. In school, um, it was like advanced computer class. That I said, use I use that in Premiere pretty much interchangeably. Well, as you can see here, we have this 3D morph cut. Darren, what? I mean, you, did you like this? Did you like this 3D visualization here they did? I mean, I thought it was cool, but I'm not the uh, the animation and video guy like you are. I mean, it's the same way audio works, where it's just layers on top of layers on top of layers. Yep. And it was cool. It was cool to see him do it. Uh, well, but I'm sure it didn't. It didn't get me quite like it got you. <laughs> Yeah, I I knew the second I saw it that you nerded out over it. Oh, I Dude, fucking I mean, knew it. I knew it. Like, what the fuck? I, I oh, knew it yeah. immediately. I was I like, Matt is clint either jumping out of his seat or clinching in his seat, one or the other. And I nerded out for it as well, and I didn't say it to Matt at the time, but the whole time I was watching that scene the first time it happened – and then the three times I've watched the episode since when yeah. they start screwing around with the mouse and everything. And it reminded me a lot of the Looney Tunes short where the animator just keeps screwing with with uh, Daffy Duck throughout the whole time. And it winds up being bugs. But like that whole thing just reminded me of that. I don't 
I don't think it was intentional, or maybe it was, but I, it just seems they're big. We know they're big Hanna Barbera fans, so yeah, and that was uh, I, Warner Brothers element for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, well, you never they, know with these guys; they could have just been like, yeah. "Let's be some weirdos." Yeah. <laughs> <Let's>... <laughs> so right after that, uh, they go back from the three E screen, and Mister Garrison basically compromises, and they erase Mister Service. And who do we see? Someone we have not seen in over 16 seasons return. What's your fucking head? Mr. Hat! Mr. Hat, no! Can we get both, though? Like, can we have Mr. Service and Mr. Hat? Yeah, I really can like Mr. Both? Service. I like Mr. Service. Me too. I like Mr. Hat. I'm glad he's back, but like, can yeah. we still have Mr. Service? <laughs> Please. I like Mr. Service and I get it, but like, I also don't like Mr. Service because it's just kind of like having Mr. Slave. So it's not like I don't need to see Mr. Slave again. Okay, well, I'd be happy with that, though, because Mr. Slave kind of, you know, dipped out and then came. Mr. Slave was like here and there, not every episode, right? Maybe it'll happen because who knows? You know, Mr. Slave did broke up with Mr. Garrison because he had a sex change and he's gay. Well, now Mr. Garrison's back to being a regular dude in a regular town. Maybe he breaks up big gay owls and Mr. Slave's uh, marriage. I don't know, man. I think they're sticking with I, I, I would hope they'd stick with Mr. Service. I like it. I like the new, and I think it is too much for every episode because that dude's, you know, dong and butt cheeks hanging out in every mm-hmm. shot is just too, too hilarious. <laughs> like, it's the yeah, overload. Yeah. It's just. I, I think, unfortunately, in that case, Darren, he's gone, and we've got Mr. Hat. Mr. Hat's back. So yeah, Mr. I think Hat's you're right. And then we go to a meeting, and I, I'm going to leave this clip up. This is a very, I think this is a very important slide here. I think this is going to shape the foundation of South Park for a little bit. So Kyle, Stan. And Cartman are now in a conference room, like you would have with a legal meeting, like you're going to ha- get a divorce and shit, and you're going to divvy up your finances and who yeah, gets Yeah, they're like, in a mediation. Mediation. Uh, <laughs> Kenny's sitting outside. He checks on one at, at, at one point. Hey, Katie, just want to check on you. Is that ice cream good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, we'll see you later. He runs back in. So there he goes through. He goes, I've come up with a systematic format, which I think – uh, we can share Kenny the best now because they're they're breaking up the bros. So he starts off with the two two three rotation, where we alternate every weekend, right? And uh, you know you see the kids there; they're going back and forth arguing. He's like, okay, well we can do alternating weeks and midweek visits. <laughs> and then he goes through and checks on Kenny as I mentioned there. Hey, how you doing, bud? Good. Okay, runs back into the office, and then uh, they go back and forth some more, and eventually they settled on the two-two-three rotation. And Stan goes, "It's just so crazy that it might work." Now, I think this is the foreshadow. I think that what they are saying that based on next season, we are going to get formats where we're going to see two of the boys in an episode, two of the boys in an episode, maybe three of the boys in an episode. You know, Stan and Kenny, Kyle and Kenny, Cartman and Kenny, maybe Cartman standing canny or something like that i don't see cartman going out of his way to hang out with kyle but that is an element of funny comedic writing that they could do where kyle was gonna say i'd take the opportunity for that conflict come on that's a great episode cartman and kyle right there like but uh, i mean like you're right i think they clearly had set it up for look at this they have a whole schedule right there and then the end i do think they don't think this is going to be permanent I do think that this will be the next eight episodes, and then I think we'll get some two-part season finale where the boys come back together. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. they will. I mean, let's, yeah, yeah, they're not going to keep them separate. It's not. Yeah, uh, I would. I would think that'd be a one-season thing. 
gotta keep separated. Gotta keep... <laughs> yeah, I don't think that'd be a one season thing. I mean, that's just like, you know, an arc for a season. It's just they got to have to keep it fresh somehow and, and telling stories in a different way. It's a good sure. way to keep that fresh. They have their, you know, their current events that they stay with, but there's other shows that have been doing that. So they got to they got to come up with unique ways to <laughs> do their episodes. If you're under 18, you won't be doing any time. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> like releasing specials as a whole season. <laughs> so uh, they conclude that they are going to end their relationship and they're done. And then now they're going to share Kenny's. But back at the uh, South Park Elementary. Not uh, Chindapper. This is funny. He's got a press release. We've just received a press release. The community kids have broken up. And it's all your fault, Tom. <laughs> Fuck you, Tom. You, Fuck had you, to Tom. Out, you had to come out here. You ruined it. <laughs> well, uh, now the little cuties, you see everybody out there. They're standing by just in case the kids show up again. Well, now Kyle shows up by himself and then Stan's like, dude, it's what are you doing, bro? You're going to get yourself killed. And Cartman's like, it's not I fight, bro. And then Kyle's like, dude, I'm not going to let the pandemic take me or take, take, let us take our down our brochure. If we're going to go out, we're going to go out fighting. And they're like, all right, let's do it. And then just as they're the when they get there and they get ready to fight. Right. The cool it's, thing though is when they do this 3D shot, you, this picture doesn't do it justice. When, when you're watching the episode, they do this 3D visualization like they're about to go into battle with all these people. It's really cool. Um, then they show the fight scene. They're all set up. And then all of a sudden, sure. it didn't show it in the previous fucking slides, but Mr. Garrison shows up. Oh, God. With a giant, a giant penis. With a giant dick. <laughs> Mr. White has been turned into a giant dick. Or and, is that Mr. Service? I'm sorry. No, it's no Mr. that's... I think he says it's Mr. White, right? No. It's Mr. White because Service got turned into <gasps> Mr. Hat. Yeah, and eventually Mr. White's head is put on the penis. That's how he turns into it. And then he bounces over to him. So fireworks go off. And Mr. Garrison announces that Air Israel is here. He's got enough vaccines for everybody. He shows up. Everyone's happy. They're like, Yay, you're all right, Garrison. Mr. Garrison's like, well, geez, thanks. As you see this balls next to him. Growth flowers growing out of it. Um, and then they decide, all right, well, let's go inside and give the vaccine. So they go inside to give the vaccines. And unfortunately, the teacher dies. The great thing is, though, they, how they set this up. Miss Jansen, we got the vaccine. Oh, my gosh, boys. I didn't, if you, you, I didn't think you were going <coughs> to. I didn't think you were going to make it in time. <coughs> and I just haven't been feeling so. <coughs> and I, I was sitting there telling Joe, as soon as she coughed, I went, oh, dude, they're killing her. And we then, were calling that before. Same, like, same as soon as I We were calling it like an like, hour. Like the second we saw Garrison, like. Oh, they're going to kill Nelson. Yep. And, but uh, the, she yeah. saw the scene. We were like, oh, she's dying right now. This is how mm -hmm. she dies. So, yes, they cut over immediately. And this is fucked up. They go, Mrs. Nelson is dead. But all of us made it. We're out on the other side. And everyone's like, woo-hoo. They start celebrating and shit out of her fucking funeral. It's fucked up. Yeah. But well, it's because they introduced this character with, like, oh, they have this character with absolutely nothing special going on. And they're just, like, basically just low-key celebrating killing off a character that you just knew was going to get killed off anyways in just such a dry fashion just like okay here it is end of the episode like let's get rid of her <laughs> right it was almost like when they killed crabtree 
The best... uh, she was a character that no one would care about. The best part about this scene, though, is them showing all the other characters that they don't ever use anymore. Like, yeah, you've, uh, you've got yeah. the of, Mr. Uh, Fune. You got the you got the owner of Funland. Yeah, oh, Mr. Fune. Like, you got, uh, and then you've got in the background the aliens. There, you can see the Virgin Bloody Mary all the way in the back over there. Yeah, there's the uh, dude Mark that Mark. makes all the Penn State jokes on it's the a left. South Park canceled character. And then you've got, you've got from uh, PP's a uh, water park, Mr. P there in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shortly behind Garrison, shortly behind Gerald's head, you see Wendy's dad over there from the uh, stupid spoiled horror episode. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And then all the way in the back, you've got the I, I'm white trash in the corner there uh, with the principal Victoria. And I don't know where this hippie's from, though. I, where's the hippie from? I can't remember either. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe that's mis. Oh, that's misinformation. Yeah, it is. Holy crap, it is. That is misinformation. We we talked. We were literally just we were quoting her like right. And then the, yeah, we were. And then there's the uh, buff dude with the blonde blonde buff dude with the handlebar mustache in the back. Yeah, and then I think this is while they're not showing him. I'm wondering who this is supposed to be with the his back turned in the scrubs. Yeah. That's what I know. And of course, we can't forget our favorite tally. I'll just use my special getting high powers one more time. Of course, tally there in the background. Butter's dad, Mr. Stotch, he's celebrating. So yeah, a whole gala event of mixed characters and older characters who are happy to be uh, out of the other side. They're celebrating in the streets here, as you can see. You can see the Tuckers over there. Um, Craig and Craig's parents. Oh. Uh, who's got Craig's mom's bush, Craig's mom's bush. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then they're now they're back at the clubs. They're partying and shit. Look, we've got the goo man there. We've got Haffy. I am a goo man. Love dosage. <laughs> we've got uh, Ben Affleck's parents here, the butt people. <laughs> man, man bear, bear pig. pig. Man, man, oh, yeah. <laughs> we've got uh, some of the people from the uh, – from the anger management camp. Hey, man. Eyes are bad. Is there a Mongolian back there? Do you see this where my arrow's at? <laughs> hey there, man. Mom's always tripping on us, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's hysterical. Oh, oh, yeah. And then you've got what There's looks Moses. like. There's Moses. Yeah, Mo Moses right there. I want macaroni. I require macaroni art. Oh, look over here in the right hand corner. <laughs> it's C, man. <laughs> Seaman, we got uh, Big Gale. Yeah, this is uh, just a callback episode. Oh, uh, we've got the cable guy right here. Oh, we're the only <laughs> guy in town. Oh no. Ah, yeah. Deep in the back there, with the ears. And then we've got the DJ from the stripper club, DJ Fancy Pants. Coming up next to the stage, it's Candy. <laughs> hey, someone put something in my drink. Fuck you. Fuck you. Video <laughs> game. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, and then, of course, this, as we talked about at the beginning of the episode, Randy says, got a little bit left of the pandemic special and the vaccination special. Season's almost over. So that's what we are more inclined to think that there's going to be at least one to two more specials left. And then we got the boys who then are, all right, guys, this is it. Yep. Gotta, uh, uh, let's go about our way. The split up. It's been great knowing you guys. And Cartman's like, yeah, I'm going to do fine. I already got some new group of friends. And they're like, hey, Cartman, you want to go with us this weekend? They just reopened Casa Bonita. I mean, you didn't, Joe, talk about this, but we should have talked about this because they did just reopen Casa Bonita here. Yeah. So we could totally go, and I think we have to make that happen here. 
Um, and uh, what's interesting, his new crew is Jimmy, uh, David, and uh, Clyde. So I'm assuming David is the Kyle of the group. I'm assuming yeah. Clyde would be the uh, Stan, and Jimmy is the Kenny. Because he can't hear him talking, or he has a hard time talking. Do you ride your bicicleta? Tiski. Tiski. Uh, so that's apparently his new, and they're like, Hey, hey Carmen, we're going to go, uh, we're going to go to Casamita. And Carmen's like, God damn it. I have Kenny this weekend. Well, I can't. First he's like, hell yeah. I'll go, ah, fuck. I got Kenny this weekend. Shit. And then he throws the hat down. And yeah. Says, it looks at Kenny all mean. And he leaves. Yeah. And now back in the classroom, it ends with Mr. Garrison getting set up there. With Mr. Hat, and he says, nice doing business with you, you fucking child pedophiles. Murdering child pedophiles. Murdering child pedophiles. Me and my brother got guide when he said that. Like, yeah, oh, they just did that. Yeah. So uh, that is uh, that is how that episode ends, guys. So that's your full pandemic special recap here. We've already gone way too long. You know, we don't need. I don't think we need to go through too much of the trivia or pop culture. Uh, I'm gonna kind of just scroll down here and see if they noticed anything. If there's anything we missed. Oh, there's a couple things. Uh, the open disclaimer that they did at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up if we hadn't because they they were. Taking like the disclaimer that Disney and Warner Brothers and a couple others have used and then just threw in that line about the Muppets at the end of it, which I think I when we were watching it, I'm like, oh, dude, they totally just copied the. Uh, we said that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the disclaimer at the beginning, just a little bit more depth of the episode is altered to say the program includes negative depictions and or a mis- in- mistreatment of po- people's people or cultures. Can't read right now. These stereotypes were wrong then and will be wrong in the future. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Like the Muppets, this show should not be watched by anyone. <laughs> yeah. And I, that was great because it is fucking true. That is a true statement. These stereotypes were wrong and are still wrong, but rather than remove it, we can acknowledge it, how it actually impacts the harmful nature of society, make fun of it. You can laugh, learn from it, spark a conversation, and that way we can move forward together. Scoop, what do you think? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Darren, any thoughts? I think it was smooth right down the middle, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I, I threw a little joke in there for their own sake. I think they could have ended it right there, but I, I think they could have ended it at a, just like the Muppets, nobody should watch this. I think they could have just cut it right there. That would have been great. Uh, there's a couple other things. Of course, we mentioned a uh, tidbit there about Air Israel showing up the vaccines. They've had a very rapid deployment, so that's why that was mentioned. Um, this was a uh, there. By the way, again, um, and this is what I was pointing out earlier. There were some scenes that were shown in the episodes trailers that were not appeared in the episode, and I pointed that one out about the Stephen saying, uh, six feet. Why don't you come here and say it to my face? Oh, you want me to come down and say it to your fucking face? Oh no, 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 no." Uh, so mm. that got cut, and there's some other ones here. The Stotches show up at Walgreens and are turned away. Uh, a short scene where Wendy, Red, and Baby are angrily walk away from the boys, and, and the latter says, better watch your backs in school tomorrow. And that seems like that was cut out from the uh, You're Dead to Me scene with Scott Magathan. Uh, and then a scene where Cartman speaks to a group of male students in the bathroom, saying that they need to bring the life back to their school. Uh, this, of course, may be a prototype of the scene where Cartman explains his and Kenny's prank on Mrs. Nelson. 
and Stan and Kyle. Uh, notably, this was the first episode that aired in a, a brand new South Park show that aired in March since season 16. That was back when they were doing the split seasons. Where they give you 10 in the fall or 10 in the summer. Fucking assholes. They don't do that no more. Um, or sorry, it was 10 in the fall and 10 in the spring. Uh, the Israel aircraft, I didn't get this, but is the vaccines of Boeing 737. Uh, retains the logo design and livery of Israel's flag carrier all by adopting the name Israel Airlines instead of E-I-A-I. And this is the first time since 201 that characters such as Scott Tannerman, Dr. Alfrosi Mephesto, Barbara Streisand, and Mr. Hat have made appearances. And of course, Dr. Mephesto and Kevin had their characters' designs used from the first seasons. This is the original seasons they were using. We don't need to go all through all the pop culture. You listen to it. Oprah, George Clooney, Tom Hanks, Ellen, the Stones, Clintons. We talked about the QAnon conspiracies, the Jeffrey Epstein's, the vote. Oh, I did leave this part out. There was the one point when they, remember when the garrisons had them uh, kidnapped and the little girl goes, <laughs> 12 states had their chipboards taken out of the voting machines. Um, so some of the questionable voting anomalies that occurred during the 2020 presidential election, but they mostly focused on the outlandish accusations of Venezuela tampering with voting machines instead of things backed by more substantial evidence such as ballot watchers being kept out of voting areas and video evidence of ballot stuffing occurring in Georgia. That Those are factual things. Now, that didn't change the whole outcome of the evidence, but that did happen. Uh, the election, I'm sorry. Uh, the fact that the few mainstream media often try to influence people's opinion in Trump, we talked about that, usually via talking to him or taking it out of context. And then, of course, few members of the White House resemble people that attack the Capitol, most no notably the Viking hat guy. We mentioned that, the QAnon shaman. Uh, I don't think there's anything else that we missed here, right? I mean, anything else you guys want to see, Joe? Is there anything I'm missing you want to talk about? No, we hit the LL thing, right? Yep. Okay. Talk about the Looney Tunes thing. You brought that up, so there it is. Yeah, oh, okay, cool. Uh, one of the notes on Bob White's conspiracy theory board mentions a plan to stop spirit cooking. This is a reference to a series of etchings by artist Marina Abramovich, if you haven't seen her, she's fucking weird, uh, that contains pseudo-recipes utilizing bodily fluids and written pig's blood. It's later evolved into a form of a diver party and entertainment that she hosted for her donors. Uh, since 2016, several right-wing news outlets have tried linking spirit cooking to satanic worship, after several celebrities and politicians such as Hillary Clinton and Lady Gaga attended dinner parties hosted by the artists that featured her bloody artwork. It's, I mean, it's fucking weird. I wouldn't go to that party. Yeah. Um, not my scene. Not my scene. <laughs> uh, we already mentioned all the people, but I'm going to run down some people that I missed. Kanye West, Heather Swanson, Underpants Nunes, Mecca Streisand, uh, Nijak, Scott Tannerman, The Visitors, uh, Shubna Shub from the uh, Fractured Butthole Game, uh, Bill Ga Big Gay Al, Petey the Sexual Harassment Panda, Mr. Slave, Mr. Hat, Al Gore, Classy with a little ass, with a little S that fucks the ass, uh, Seaman, Man Bear Pig, Prince of Victoria, Crab Person, The Thompsons, Fufa, uh, Hummer Salesman, Junichi Takiyami, Giant Douche, and Turd Sandwich. I mean, they, the list goes on and on. They use so many different people. David Blaine, for God's sakes. That was just a uh, chimp Pokemon backpack. Mr. Garrickson mentions his sex change, a picture of Jason White, because we know he's dead. After returning to town, Mr. C Garrison asked Ms. Thompson, uh, after returning to uh, town, Mr. Garrison asked Mr. Thompson if he got his white at eight tests, and that's a reference to the end of season 12 episode, Ecopenis. We saw the hidden visitors. We saw, we already talked about the goofs. I mean, that's it, guys. That's, that's the whole deal. We have given you at least 90 minutes of fucking review with all the edits we're going to make here of uh, the vaccine special. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. I'm your host on the scene with the air is clean. I'm lighting up green, your boy, MSG.
Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. Each and every week, I host Light the Fuse podcast, as well as I produce the New Force Order podcast and a litany of other things. We're sponsored by BigBoysClub.com. Suck my balls pod. Use it at their website. You'll save 20%. I'm sorry, 15% off. Darren, put over your stuff, buddy. Put over my stuff? Tell plug everybody. My stuff? Plug, you, plug your stuff. Tell everybody. There you go. Uh, yeah. Play it. Go for it. I heard you start it. It's playing. Go There's ahead. the plug right there. Uh, yeah, no, I'm a sound engineer and produce music, and I'm starting a new music project. Uh, I edit podcasts and do commercial music for the most part. Uh, I got a website going up in the next couple of days. It'll be DarrenHartMusic.com. But anybody got a podcast they need edited up, I got you. That's right. He is a or some good music, something fun. He's an engineer at the University of Washington, so you're getting a professional, not just some schlep. Okay. And he had a guy who knows what he's doing. Oh, that's right. I forget to decipher the two because you know sound guys. You ever met a live sound guy? Oh. <laughs> So anyway, guys, I was one. <laughs> check out Darren Robinson. You can probably find him on Instagram at what is it, Mountain Dewey, something like that. Still yep. using that? Yeah, so Mountain underscore Dewey, and then there's two underscores at the end. Right. So check it out. Follow him there. You'll find all the. He'll post videos like this of his clips and songs, and uh, eventually you'll see this music coming to uh, a uh, distribution platform near you. By Caddy Wampus. <laughs> That's what we went with, Matt. By the way, I don't think you realize we settled on a name because, especially with the SJD push, Caddy Wampus, right. another local group, tried to that a that a buddy knew tried to take the name that I was using to post all my stuff on Bandcamp, and I said, "Oh nope," <laughs> and we're going back to we're taking it back for ourselves. Taking it back. Oh no, yeah, we took the trademark for both our name and their version of the name, where they just added the word "band" at the end of it. So we pulled the trademarks for both of them. Well, right. so uh, do you have anything to put over now that you've traveled? Do you have anything coming up? Uh, nothing um, coming up. We got the Alpha 9 coming up March 20th. If you are in Denver, uh, I can't remember what the hell I'm doing in April. Um, I know I've got a couple dates coming up in April, April 8th. I believe I'm down in the uh, – I've got dates messed up. I'll have them all next week. Okay. Scoopity scoop, you are toasty toasted. You are spitting image of a big boy today. You got anything to say before we go? You baked. You baked. Bakeboysclub.com. Use our code Suck My Balls Pod. You'll save 15% off your order. And uh, that's it for another edition of Suck My Balls. Check out all of our podcasts, Suck My Balls, and all of your uh, audio podcast platforms. You can still watch them on YouTube as well. The audio is up there. And go back and get caught up with us in the season four. Next week, if you are listening, you're a regular listener, we will be reviewing the season four finale of uh, the Mr. Christmas of the Mr. Hankey's Christmas whatever carnival. I forget the name yeah. of the episode. It's got all his fucking family and shit. You're gonna see that episode next week in the next review. Uh, well, actually, we're, we're recording that, so that'll be two weeks from now. Next week, if you're listening to this, you're gonna get the M word, so that'll be up. Um, so check out Suck My Balls and all of your podcasts. The albums. Wacky Molestation Adventure. Yeah, the Wasky Molestation Adventure. So, yeah, <laughs> is that the one you're? Is that the one you're going for? They they got molested. They got molested. Yeah, they already got that. We already recorded it, so that'll be out Wednesday on all your podcast outlets and on YouTube. So, thanks, guys. Uh, Darren, we appreciate you stopping by, dude. Of course, you're awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah. Check my box. Thanks for coming, buddy.
Suck my balls, fellas. What is that? It's my balls. God damn it, Carmen. How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Darcy? Holy shit, dude.